Hello, and welcome to Hazardous Opinions. I'm Eric, there's Andy, and we're talking about High on Life. Indeed. <laughs> uh, this is the newest game by Squanch Games. Uh, this is one of two games they've created. They uh, made Trover Saves the Universe a couple of years ago, and now this one just dropped mid-December uh, last year, 2022. Yeah, I never played uh trover was it trover saves the world trover saves the universe yeah something like that it's uh i don't know i i didn't see really good reviews about it it looked okay yeah i know it came out on playstation playstation vr but uh yeah i never got around to playing it but i mean it looked cool i actually played that uh that rick and morty vr game that was on PlayStation VR back when I had a PlayStation VR a long time ago before I got <laughs> the Oculus and then made it obsolete. Yeah. How was that? Are you just running around as a Rick and Morty character? It was pretty cool. Like, uh, I mean, you don't play as a Rick and Morty character. You play as yourself and then Rick and Morty are in there and they're basically talking shit about you the whole time because <laughs> <laughs> some of the things they have you do in that game are pretty actually pretty difficult to do in vr and so they're just talking shit while you're just trying to struggle to lift this thing and put it in certain thing <laughs> yeah it, it's pretty funny um goes in the square hole yeah exactly and i didn't play the whole thing but uh from what i played it was it was pretty fun it was pretty funny yeah um kind of a pre-warning to the video or t- to the to the podcast episode here um we're both Rick and Morty fans. We're both uh, big fans of this game as well. And all of Justin Moylan's work. Um, given that this month, uh, the charges were kind of more publicly announced uh, regarding Justin Moyland. Probably going to be more, I guess, sensitive to the issues we talk through this. Um, through this game, it definitely doesn't discount anything that the game does good or bad. Because it's not like he made the whole game himself. Um, yeah, so just kind of a forewarning that stuff is out there and we're going to be neutral to everything. Yeah. And we're also going to separate the fact that he, he helped make the game, even though he's like CEO of Squatch games. Uh, so, I mean, I guess he was leading the charge in a way, but, uh, he was also one of many that made the game. We're not going to discredit anybody who helped make the game, even though he voiced a lot of the people in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, it was it's still a funny game. Uh, it's we're just going to critique the work. I mean, we're not going to critique the man, even though the content that he made was pretty funny. I don't think that should take away from um, our review of this. Yeah, and as of uh, as of our recording date here, late January, uh, no charges are final. Um, there's not been a a trial yet, so just gonna proceed as those facts are, and yeah, not take away from all the hard work that the rest of Squanch Games put into this. Yeah, so I mean, with that being said, we are going to we're gonna get started. You want to get started with the generals? Yeah, so yep, this game came out on December 13th, uh, straight to Game Pass. I believe it's an Xbox exclusive. Uh, might be on PC Game Pass as well, but this time I did look into it, 
and is an Xbox exclusive. So sadly, PlayStation fans, you will probably not get your chance to play this. But if you do have a PC, I'd recommend trying to check into it because it's a it's a really good game. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. It's uh it's more like Doom like. It's a first person shooter game where uh all the guns talk, which is <laughs> something I would have never expect a game to come out with. Uh so I mean that's it's kind of a a fresh take on a first person shooter. And uh they do it really well. The guns throw out like little clips here and there as you're playing the game. Yep. And it always adds to it. Uh, I, I for one, kept the, I think it automatically in the settings, it was set for frequent. Uh, you can also yeah, yeah. adjust this. And I kept it frequent. And it also, like, the guns don't talk too often. Maybe, maybe I wasn't paying as much attention to what they were saying. But every time they talked, it was always something funny. Not always. Sometimes it was kind of generic, you know, one-liners. But uh, yeah, I, I kept it as frequent, and I enjoyed it that way. I don't know what you had. Yeah, there's there's a couple repeated dialogues from certain guns that that uh, throughout this game that do get a little annoying. Um, but I think the large majority, I didn't mind it too much. I kept it as frequent throughout the whole game because I didn't want to miss out on any of those cool, unique dialogues from the guns that I did, that I did enjoy. Uh, it's really not as often as you think it's honestly, it blends into the background of the game more than, than you even realize as you're playing. It's on, it's like, it seems like it was, uh, one of those things where it's basically one of those quips, like, uh, you never played uh, Spider-Man, right? Uh, the new one on PlayStation? I yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it felt kind of like Spider-Man because when you're, you know, Spider-Man is always throwing out one-lighters all the time, always yeah. fighting people. It felt kind of like that. It added to it, but it didn't, it wasn't like annoying. It was just here and there. It was quick, short, and yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Or it's like you're like playing Saints Row or GTA where your character is just yelling random nonsense sometimes. Yeah, and it's not something, uh, at least to me, it never really seemed anything annoying. You're, I mean, but if it did get annoying to you, there is an option to set it all the way to silent if you never wanted them to talk. <laughs> but you'll be missing out. Um, you the, the guns in this game, uh, what are they called? Gatlians? Yeah. Um, yeah. They're very tied into the story overall. Um, this, this game has a very meh story, but I, I don't think it's, it's not the purpose intentionally. Um, no. so the Gatlians definitely have a large part of what story there is. Yeah, they, they definitely have a large part in it. Uh, so there's like a, a cartel that is invading the universe and turning people or, and or aliens into drugs. Uh, <laughs> thus the name high on life. And uh, yes. you are human that where the G3 cartel recently invaded planet Earth and you are set out to, you know, destroy the G3 and the leader of the G3 and save the world, save your save your home planet Earth yep. as a human. 
That is that like I say that a lot because like that's you are the only human throughout this game other than you and your sister. So like, you know, this is like you were one in, you know, one in a million. Yeah, it's the only uh, voiced human. You can find like those those ones, you know, like the crates. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is another thing. There was no there's no purpose for saving those humans at all. Yeah. <laughs> Just another tick for the achievement, you know. Or yeah, yeah. I mean, it, honestly, I think they are just a take for the achievements because, like, I don't think there was any other uh, gameplay element to saving them other than that. Yeah, yeah. I um, I didn't notice any end game changes. I I saved a lot of them. Never like I even went to the human haven at one point. I didn't see the amount that I saved. I don't know. It didn't seem like there's a much of a point to those. Yeah, that I think that's that's about it. I um. I saw a short video online of uh, saying what happens if you save all the humans. And apparently uh, Rick from Rick and Morty actually shows up in the human haven and uh, talks to you for a bit. I, I don't exactly remember what he said or did, but um, oh, yeah, cool. At least you're like, yeah, the difficulty isn't that difficult on normal difficulty. I didn't know what to expect when I first played this. So I just kept that at normal and it didn't seem to be that difficult. I think throughout three quarters of the game, getting towards the end, uh, I actually started dying quite a bit, but uh, it definitely could have been worse. Like I, like the amount that I died didn't really deter me from like actually changing the difficulty. So uh, yeah, I, I, um, Honestly, I just left it at uh, at story mode. I was going to see how easy it was, and if it was too easy, I was going to bump it up. And then I just really enjoyed mowing through aliens, uh, so I just never changed it. Yeah. I mean, it's really fun. If you're... It's... Uh, like, if you want a challenge, then uh, normal difficulty... I never played the hardest difficulty. I'm, I'm assuming it's just called hard or something but i don't remember but uh yeah if uh if you play a normal difficulty you will get a fair challenge especially if you are a fan of the doom series like i am um the combat is really arena like so every time you get into an area with the g3 there is like platforms and stuff you could jump onto there's um power-ups and stuff it's a it's a good time yeah, this game, as you progress, just like Doom, is increasingly mobile. You get your um, different guns that can do your different abilities, and then you get a jetpack, you get a, what is it, a grapple hook? Um, and there's just so many abilities, and you start flying across the map, killing people as you're getting in the late game. It's pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, it it progressively gets faster and it's honestly satisfying like the point that you're at from the beginning of the game to the end of the game like you already you built up this arsenal you built up all this momentum and uh movement speeds and stuff it's it actually it, it preps you for you know the time to come it, it doesn't i never really noticed any real difficulty spikes except uh I think it was uh, the second to last boss. I think it was um, those three guys that uh, jump onto each other. Oh, for me, they were uh, 
Brotron. Not my second to last. Yeah, Brotron. Yeah. Yeah, they they were a bit difficult difficult for me. I think I had more trouble even finding the arena than I had with the boss there. But but they they definitely brought up the most tricks to their yeah. boss battle. Yeah, I mean, what I've figured out is like as long as you stay in the air, you're you're pretty much okay. But there's also like those pillars that come out, so it's a lot of like moving around and dodging stuff until you have the opportunity to attack. It's one of those boss battles. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But um, yep. Yeah, it, it's honestly, there's some that are harder than others. Some of them are more interesting than others, but uh, the difficulty kind of stays the same or increases throughout the game and uh, you're equipped for it. So it's, it, it felt pretty nice. Yeah. I, um, being that this is a game based around comedy, there's obviously a lot of humor in it, but I don't think I was expecting the amount of humor, I guess. Like I've played games like uh, like Deadpool on oh, the, yeah. uh, the 360. Uh, so I've played comedy games before, but this is just like everything in the game is a joke or a meta reference. Um, and a lot of them really nail it. Uh, there's some there just the stale Rick and Morty humor um, that sometimes can get on your nerves, but there's a lot of really good original jokes throughout this as well. And uh, I think I was laughing through most of the game. Yeah, it, it's, it's really funny. Uh, like you said, it's just like one long comedy sketch. Um, but it's not too long. It's not like a really long game. I think I got through it around, uh, six or eight hours. Um, yeah, I think if you're just playing main mission content, it's probably about six, seven. I did a lot of side stuff, so it probably add me to maybe 11, 12. Yeah. But even then, like there's a bunch of other side stuff that could, um, you know, catch your attention and actually hold your attention for a long time. Like, uh, those, uh, like the atmospheric details, like the, the TVs that are, that you can find around the city. Yeah. <laughs> they actually have like, like episode length shows on there and you could just sit there and watch them if you wanted to. And it's great. Cause, uh, I think, uh, the first, the first show I ever stopped to see, what was on the TV was the uh, sock show. It's just like <laughs> sock puppets, but they're having <laughs> they're having this argument. Uh, I guess one there's like three of them. Uh, the girl is like cheating on the guy with his friend or something, and then he like stops and he's like, "Have sex with them," and then they actually start like having sex as like sock puppets on the TV. And it was just like completely absurd. But yeah, it was stuff like that. There was like a movie link uh, movie on the TV in the living room. Yeah, always. Yeah. What was her name? It, it was a female's name and the T-Rex. Uh, it uh, It's a full length feature film. Uh, there's, I think, one or two other ones in here and it's just insane how much they packed in. Yeah. And like, I mean, to me, it doesn't really seem like that would be that hard to do. It is just put in the game, just like start playing a movie in the, in the game. 
Um, I don't yeah. know if they had to do anything special for like getting the rights for these movies or whatever, but I, I really uh, enjoyed it because like <laughs> you just stop and watch TV in a game. I, I just think that's crazy. Um, I mean, Down you could it. do that um, in like Grand Theft Auto and stuff, but yeah, I didn't never expected to see it anywhere else. Uh, is Tammy and the T Rex from 1994? It's got like 5.3 on IMDb. <laughs> it's actually got some stars I know in it. It's uh, it's got Denise Richards. She's the hottest person in Starship Troopers. And it has a uh, Paul Walker in it as well. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Young That's Paul Walker is a is a very interesting movie. I never watched the whole thing, so um, what would you think of it? And do a movie review now? Uh, <laughs> I I seen bits and pieces of it because I'd sit in the living room. It's like when you're walking into your parents' living room or something, and they're watching something, and I'll watch like ten minutes of it, and I'll go through a portal and do another bounty, and I'll come back and he's still watching. Yeah, so I watch a little more. So you actually like um, for you, it would be at a different part every time you came in. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it would like reset to the start, but a lot of times it felt like it was continuing. I guess I didn't watch it enough to know if it was sequential. Okay. But I just seen a lot of really bad dinosaur effects and shit. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, well, I honestly didn't see any dinosaurs in that. So every time I stopped to watch it, it always restarted at that beginning part with the cops rolling up to the to the crime scene. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would sit there and watch the same part. I, I watched it like three times. I'm like, OK, I'm just not going to do this because like <laughs> I'm never going to get through all this. And then I, I kind of stopped trying to watch it after that. So I don't I actually don't know how it ends. Huh. It looks like Paul Walker dies and turns into the dinosaur. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so I think we should do a movie review on that sometime. That looks fucking yeah. insane. Maybe. Oh my god. Yeah, paper fools things you could do. It reminds me of uh that one movie I saw, uh Cowboys versus Dinosaurs. I know I mentioned it before yeah. in our other uh pod or other episode. Um but yeah, that, that one was very bad and very insane. Anyways Denise Richards got facial reconstruction or something oh you didn't know that did you you have you seen the late denise richards she it does not look like horrifying. she when she was young that sucks no she's trying to keep her youth but it's also fucking turning into a robot i'm not going to talk too much about denise richards but uh yeah, yeah. still looks okay. good for her age but uh yeah it's getting, getting too off track here um so, yeah. so the art style in this game is just very simple it's it's rick and morty type it's more in detail than that but it's still very simple bright color palette easy to look at not like insane detail in anything pretty smooth textures yeah but if you if you look around the environments as you play through the game there's just mini jokes and references everywhere down to like the slightest like details on things yeah but I think uh, a lot of the uh, the voice lines are probably where you'll pick up the most jokes throughout the game. Yeah, that's definitely where the comedy's at. But yeah, there's uh, long-form media on the TVs. 
Um, but I mean, one thing that uh, did kind of piss me off is like you ever uh, play through a level, maybe it's like a parkour type part of the level and you fall. How long were the loading screens for you? Um, in this game? Yeah. I think I spawned pretty quick. I uh, I played this on the Series X. One thing I did know throughout the game um, is that when I came back from the main menu to restart my game, uh, it was about a 50-50 chance if it would just be stuck in a loading screen and I had to restart or if it actually loaded the game. Oh, yeah. So that that's, that's a pretty annoying bug. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess uh, this isn't for the game itself. It's probably for my current or last gen ass playing this on uh i uh i had a pretty long loading screens um Hmm. i remember sometimes when i like uh when i keep falling on a certain part of the level i would put my controller down and go on my phone for a little bit before i actually loaded (laughs) back in so uh pretty long loading screens for dying yeah it kind of sucked but um one of my few peeves about this game is the loading screens after dying because like yep. i guess i'm used to playing modern games where uh where if i die real quick i i can just respawn in probably like five seconds and it's not that bad but um yeah the loading screens were pretty pretty long yeah it's not like this is an intensive game or anything not anything huge going on seemed probably like it. be like that yeah, maybe it was uh, built more for next gen, which it seems more and more games these days are. So I either need to switch to PC or get a new Xbox. But yeah, that's what it seems to be like that where, you know, you're kind of having a you're taking. You're like rolling the dice every time you get a new game because you don't know if it's going to work right on your console. Yeah, the uh, this game has a lot of love for Fallout. You can tell that some of the writers and uh, people involved with this game are big fans of Fallout. There's a lot of, I guess, I don't know if you call them homages. They're, they're pretty blatant a lot of times, sometimes even straight up calling out Fallout. Um, like they have a dialogue tree that's similar to some of the early Fallouts, and you're, you're a silent protagonist throughout this game. Except your guns will talk for you a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, actually, even like until you get Kenny. Well, actually, when you get Kenny, that's when it first starts. Uh, they start talking for you. They like talk for you because you choose the dialogue option. Right. But they'll still talk for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little weird. And sometimes they call it out, but other times they just act like it's normal. Um. Yeah, but just one of those weird things. Uh, but yeah, it's just a simple dialogue tree and doesn't affect anything um, other than just hearing cool dialogue. The inventory in this game is very sleek, um, very like easy to navigate. I really like the inventory. I, yeah. for some reason, thought that there'd be like a cap on items or something, but there's not. You can pick up as many mods as you want, as many, what do you call them, like upgrades for your weapons. There's no real inventory cap. Yeah. And that's okay. Mod though. system's a little weird, but um it's it's alright. It does its job, I guess. Yeah. 
And uh, with uh, the inventory, uh, when you pick up mods, I mean, mods are pretty much the only thing that you would hold in your inventory other than, uh, what is it, the Gatorol, which <laughs> basically drugs for your guns that make them uh, recycle their, was it, super their, uh, their super, their whole, their, uh, was it? Oh, yeah. Their, God, it was some gross term. Something hole, yeah. Trick hole. Yeah, that's trick what it hole. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I let's them refill their trick hole so you Especially can actually when use Gus it again. Would say it. I was like, please stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sound weird, but I really want you to use my trick hole. Trick hole. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's such a weird term, but yeah, they they also like they also are very aware of themselves throughout the game. Yeah, um, the upgrade system is nice too. You just mostly gain more health, more shields, more uh, jetpack power. But with that, a lot of that revolves around Mr. Keep's pawn shop that you get introduced to pretty early. This pawn shop is amazing and just packed full of jokes. Um, yeah. I really like going back there just to talk to the kid and yeah. like, look at everything in the store. Yeah, and the kid is always uh, texting you too. I guess I'm going to call it texting because it's the only thing I could, whatever it's called in this game. I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah. he sends you little texts. Uh, at first he's really aggressive, but then he starts uh, apologizing for himself <laughs> and then uh, saying it's not his fault. He's just under a lot of stress. And, like, oh, okay. and then he actually you know, gets I'm really sh- pretty nice towards the end. I really should be telling you not to climb on the counters, but I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah he's kind of an asshole but it's funny though um plenty of collectibles collect collectibles collecting collectibles what your favorite yeah. thing to do in a game is collecting collectibles <laughs> and there is plenty of that in this game um the so trading cards the uh the warp drive crystals and yep. they also have those uh lug boxes which are just chests that you find yep uh, uh, they uh, don't seem to be alive at first, but uh, I actually <laughs> ran into a situation where <laughs> they were alive and actually uh, slaughtered a whole family just to get their uh, oh, no. their gubbins. And uh, that was, I mean, that was messed up, but uh, it's uh, one of those things that you, it just makes you aware of what you're doing and that's what makes it funny. Um, it's like... This is just a whole family of Lugloxes. They're alive, but you just killed them. But yeah, it's just plenty of goofy lines and good jokes throughout the whole game. That's basically what it is. You can't really take it too seriously. But yeah, it's... Uh, and then if you, you're you holding different guns out for certain dialogue options, I guess this is like replayability-wise. Um, so if you're if you're holding a certain gun out for whatever dialogue you're going through, They'll sometimes, not always, but they'll sometimes have different dialogue or what they say, like different quips and responses for whatever's going on, which yeah. is also kind of cool. When you uh, equip different mods on them, they change colors and they give you like give you a certain ability on whatever trick hole does usually. And I mean, honestly, using their trick holes is probably the most powerful part of the game 
Like you honestly, you're constantly in combat. You're constantly switching weapons and using their trick holes, shooting them for a little bit and switching to the next one. Uh, I honestly never really stuck with one gun throughout the whole game, especially when you get towards the end of it. It kind of forces you to uh, switch guns a lot because there is so many like I wouldn't say so many. There's probably like five different enemy archetypes, but they all have different weaknesses and you can exploit those by using certain weapons on them, which is what I find really cool. Yeah, I'd say if, if you're a Doom player or probably playing the game correctly, you're probably uh, switching through a lot of guns. Yeah. Um, or you're like me and you play entirely with Kenny until you find Creature and then you <laughs> 100% Creature so you get Let's Do It <laughs> and then use him till the end of the game. Honestly, when I first got Creature, I am like, this is the best gun in the game. And then I got Let's so Do It good. and I'm like, this is the best gun in the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're they're all pretty fun if you um, use them. I wasn't really a huge fan of uh, what was this? Gus was is that? too close range. He's the shotgun. Uh, and then uh, Squeezy, Squeezy is the, Squeezy. the yeah. needler. Sweezy. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of Sweezy. Um, that was like the needler and you could more of like a long range weapon. So yeah. You can like turn her into a sniper and like shoot through yeah. walls and stuff. It's just pretty cool, I mean, but I just never found myself using her that much. Yeah, most of your cl- combat is pretty close range, though. Yeah. Barring the, the few snipers in the game. but Yeah, but even then you could probably take him out with Kenny, too. If you're accurate enough, but you know, each to their own. I mean, they're available for you to use. You don't really have to use them all. You know I mean? We yeah. just, we just established two different play styles, switching all the weapons or are you just using one? <laughs> it's up to you. You know, yeah. The, the main reason or not reason, but like they each have their own abilities and those will help you progress the world. Like, uh, like guess we'll, shoot this metal disc into a wall and you can climb on it to get up. Oh yeah. I don't think Kenny does too much. Uh, Squeezy will slow down time in a certain area. And then uh, creature can send uh, one of his babies through a hole (laughs) to like unlock a door for (laughs) you. I still love that is especially when you first get each weapon, they actually like kind of explain to you what they do. And um, usually that's when they are the funniest. Uh, my favorite is when you first get uh, the knife because yeah. he's he's uh, as soon as you pick him up, he's like, he's like, let's fucking do it. And you just fucking stab all of them. And he, he just like and then you have to use them every time you uh, you kill a boss to get their DNA or whatever for the bounty. And then he gets really, really excited Every time you use them to do that. And uh, (laughs) it's it's always funny. There's a very large subtext of sexual gratification from using the weapons. Like (laughs) They're almost like getting off on you using them. And the the way the guns are even designed seems like that too. Like you're, uh, is it Kenny that looks like you're almost like jacking him off or something? To like reload him, yeah, you like, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how you reload him. You just kind of stroke him a bit. 
Yeah. yeah, and Gus, you actually have your hand like deep inside of him, and like when you see him without your hand in him, it looks like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, or is a creature? Creatures, uh, trick hole looks like a fucking asshole. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hilarious. He's like, "Oh, these are my babies. I love them so much. They don't live long, though." <laughs> uh, they, uh, that was definitely a Meeseeks thing. I was like, that came straight from that. They're oh yeah, blue. they look exactly <laughs> like mini Meeseeks. Yeah, Meeseeks. Is it Meeseeks or Meeseeks? I think it's Meeseeks. Meeseeks. Okay. All right. Yeah. It definitely. Yeah. I thought the same thing. Um, definitely took some inspiration from Rick and Morty, but uh, that's okay. We like Rick and yep. Morty, anyways. Yeah. So there's no uh, no big songs in this game that I noticed. Uh, but there's a lot of really chill, like techno beat background music. Just, I don't know, just casual stuff for jumping around and shooting. Yeah. Uh, I don't think any tracks really stood out to me or anything like that. It was just enough. Uh, one track that stu- stood out to me the most is uh, usually when you're in the house, when you're in your house, um, whatever beat they had going on in there. Like, I remember I was just vibing with it. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's good. Uh, also, the the additional warp drives that you find. I know you said you didn't really mess with them. Um, this is what you get to do if you find these like warp crystals. Uh, so the main like G3 thing is they like teleport places and like bring a chunk of their world into wherever you are. You can steal the crystals from those, use those to buy warp drives and it's just like fun extra worlds that you can spawn in. Uh, so we'll talk about more of those later too. They're mostly just jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, I, I haven't, um, messed with a whole lot of warp drives, only the ones that were required via the story. But, um, yeah, from what I've heard, they, they seem pretty interesting. I'm excited to hear about them. Indeed. indeed. Uh, I think my biggest gripe with this game is the fucking waypoint system. So you get like a little halo one looking, uh, uh, mini map in the corner. And you also get like a, is it like a, it's like a ping system. Yeah. Like a radar kind uh, of. to tell you where things are. And it's just the way it worked. Like you had to be looking in the direction of where the ping was to see it. So sometimes yep. you click the ping button and you'd have to spin around to find where it's at. And you're like looking all over and it just wasn't a great waypoint system. And especially with like trying to find the lug locks using the, the mini map, uh, it doesn't tell you elevation. So you're just kind of fucking running all over trying to find things. And and if you backtrack somewhere and you don't have a, a waypoint, it's very difficult to find your way out of some of these areas, like to find the door that you're looking for to teleport back. Oh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I actually had an experience where I got lost in uh, the city level. And because uh, I was backtracking and I could not find my way out, uh, I, I ended up the city with where the squid was or which. City? Yes. Yes. That one. Um, okay. Because that's the same one I got stuck in for over half an hour. Yeah, dude. It was not easy to get out of there because uh, the first time I, w- I went through the door, 
uh, that was supposed to lead me out of there. I actually went through it and it was like glitched and I fell to my death. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, that was just like a locked place I wasn't supposed to go into. No, that was the way to get out. It was just glitched. <laughs> so I ended up looking for another way to get out that was other than the way I was supposed to go. <laughs> and I got lost for a very long time. And uh, I got very frustrated with that. It's, I agree with you on that. The waypoints, there's got to be like a uh, fast Better travel or something it. to get out of there or something. Because like I was looking every which way to get out of there and I couldn't find it. Yeah, you're just looking for the small unmarked door. And especially in those big um, green levels, like uh, like the first mine area, I think it is, where you're finding like those those teddy bear fuckers. Um, yeah. <laughs> there, there was times here where I was getting lost. I'm like, I have no idea where I'm going. Yeah. It, it's not fun. Backtracking is not something I really enjoyed in that game, even though it kind of promoted it to get collectibles. It was not a very intuitive experience. And uh, yeah, zero out of yeah, 10. I want to do it again. <laughs> And you run into that thing where when I was collecting lug loxes after I beat the final boss, um, they still let you run around the world. You run into just warp bases randomly and you're just like, okay, I have, let's do it. I have like everything. I'm like, I just don't care. Like get out of my way. I'm just trying to find boxes. <laughs> right. Uh, kind of like the, the dying light issue. Like you're just like when you're done with the game and you're super powered, you're just like, get the fuck out of my way, zombies. I'm just trying to like go mop up collectibles or something. True. Yeah. But I mean, each to their own. I kind of enjoyed the whole combat esque part of this game. I was hoping to see more of it after I beat the game. But uh, like you said, you had warp bases pop up, but I, I never had any warp bases pop up after I beat the game. So I was just, I got kind of bored when I was, running around looking for uh, collectibles. So it wasn't a great experience for me, but you know, then again, each to their own. Yeah. Yeah. Other than the the few freezing issues, I don't think I had any, um, anything big. I don't think I had a single crash, which was good. Good. I do wish the the upgrade mod system was maybe a little more utilized because I think I only found one mod for each gun. Um, there's some small graphical bugs. Nothing terrible, though. I'm pretty sure they're patched by now. Um, yeah. Oh, the other big thing I was annoyed with in this game. When you do find these warp bases as you're going through the game, uh, this kind of like ties into the waypoint system again. Those warp crystals show up on your mini-map as the same logo uh, notification thing as the lug loxes. So I'm oh. like running around looking for boxes. And it turns out it's just a warp base crystal. But I think it's like 50-50. These warp base crystals don't let you pull them out. They're just like broken or something. I don't know if it's sensing an enemy nearby that I couldn't find. But a lot of those were just annoying. But it's very small stuff. Yeah, that that sucks. And, um, you know, in in today's day and age, we should know how to mark separate... uh, you know, points of interest from each other. Yeah. Otherwise you're not going to know what it is. You're going to assume it's one thing and it's actually another thing when there's only two things to actually look for in this game, you might as well have different pings for each one. Um, and that's warp drives and lug boxes. And so, yeah. 
it sucks. Yeah, but I mean, when you're looking into a game and the worst thing in it is the waypoint system, you're probably yeah. doing some things right. Like doing pretty good at that point. It. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's not a terrible thing to be your worst feature. No, it's definitely a minor gripe, but it still sucks. I mean, come on. I mean, I don't think it's really excusable to like have players, you know, like you're telling players to go look for collectibles, but then they go in there and they end up getting lost for a half hour. That is not a very enjoyable experience, in my opinion. Um at least if you wanted to, you could have something like uh, mark the nearest uh, warp door. This is like, okay, I'm done. I yep. want to get out of here. Just have me mark it. I know where to go. That's how I know how to get out of here. I don't want to be running around for a half hour trying to find things. <laughs> that would have probably solved a lot of my issues with the frustration about it. Yeah. But, I mean, that is also separate from... Uh, the play style from certain players anyways. If you're playing, if you're going through this game just to play it and uh, get through the game, you're not going to have these issues. But if you are trying to look for collectibles, that is a issue you're going to run into unless you're just, your memory is on point, which mine isn't, then you're just going to know where to go. But yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. Uh, if you're not a collectibles person or you don't care about hundred percenting the game, you're probably not going to run into really any of these issues in the game. You don't need to open lug locks for anything unless you want to buy upgrades. Uh, they give you like money and stuff. Um, but you really, I mean, you find so many in your just daily path, like on your way to bosses that you really don't need to go off the beaten trail too much. Yeah. And There's like, like hundred something in this game. Yeah. Um, 200. Really? Yeah, and I think I, I bought everything from the store like well before that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it, there really isn't a need to collect all of them or get all of them anyways. <laughs> but yeah, if, you, if you're if you not looking for lug locks, I mean, you, you're, you're going to find lug locks on your path anyways. I mean, you can't go through this game without hitting a few. That's for sure. Um, but uh yeah, if you just went through the game, you wouldn't really have a problem with uh, not upgrading anyways because all the guns that you get are pretty powerful off the bat anyways. If you were going on a harder difficulty, which I haven't played, I'd assume that these things would probably be a little more important um, than they are. But other than that, I think you would be fine. Yeah. Yeah, other than that, I don't have anything like huge to say about the game. Um as, as on a general aspect before we get into the story, the story is it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, de- it's definitely a humor game rather than any like heart or anything like that. Yeah. Um, if you're going to analyze this game as like a, a story, uh, you'd be thoroughly disappointed because there isn't much there. But if you're going in, if you, uh, you go into this game with the same mindset as if you were going into a comedy club, you're going in to laugh and that's, I mean, you'll walk out pretty happy if you're expecting that. So for sure. So I think unless you have anything else on the generals here, we might take a short break and then get into the story. Yeah. Sounds good to me. All right. See you soon. What's that guy yelling about illegal stuff? Is he talking to us? Look at me! I'm the guy who sells stuff! I'm an illegal concessions guy! I'd like to sell you illegal stuff over here! 
Here's what's up. My name's Stan, and I sell vials of alien cum. I know that's probably not what you wanted to hear when you walked over here. You wanted cum or what? Let's do it! Today we have a great special. Get over here, oh, come on. No, I, I'd rather not, I'd rather not. I'm gonna go ahead and No, get over here, sit down, eat the pepperonis. Come on, eat I'm shopping. I'm shopping. my I'm pepperonis. I'm Papo the pepperoni no, boy. I, listen, I really... I know I, they don't I, look I, like pepperonis. They're very bizarre and strange looking, but just eat it. No, and, uh, I, I, stop! Uh, you no, just have to eat it. Leave me be. Okay, I hold on, hold on. Before you go. leave, let me just finish my commercial. I'm Papo, this is my pepperoni place. Good morning or evening or whatever time zone you're in, and welcome back. So, we're jumping into the story here right away with Buck Thunder 2, Xenoslaughter. We get the, uh, the title card for the game here, and then we get introduced to our divorce lawyer, who's going to be walking us through our tutorial here. <laughs> the divorce attorney's name is phil and uh he really wants you to know that he's your divorce attorney and uh you have to uh you have to learn the basics through this very uh retro style looking game which kind of threw me off at first i didn't, i guess i didn't know what to expect but yeah this kind of threw me off but it was kind of cool uh it, you get to learn the basic controls throughout this and um yeah you get some uh, fun little uh, Rick and Morty-esque jokes going throughout <laughs> it. He breaks the fourth wall by telling you how the game is made and stuff. But when you first start out, you uh, learn the basic controls. I think the first thing you learn is like jump, run. Uh, I think the main joke he made is... Uh, not double jump. Yeah, you can't double jump. So they put you in this spot where you have to double jump across this cap, and then you <laughs> try double jumping, it doesn't work. And then Phil gets all freaked out, which I'm pretty sure he was voiced by uh, Justin Roiland. Because it sounded, sounded a lot like Rick from Rick and Morty. I'm yeah. not exactly sure, but i um pretty sure it was him. But um, Yeah, because who the fuck prioritized a crouch feature over a double jump? <laughs> yeah, scoping, man scoping was off but yeah you go through all this you learn the controls it's pretty straightforward at this point you kind of you go through all this obstacle course the basically tutorial obstacle course until you get to the arena then you learn how to play the arena mode which is like the combat and stuff and then um after a while of shooting enemies and stuff you get pulled out of that into reality, which your sister is trying to get your attention. And, um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go straight into our character creation screen. Uh, well not straight in our sister decides she's going to do a line of Coke off her little, uh, hand mirror. <laughs> and then she hands it to us to do a line. But instead we, uh, see ourselves in the mirror and we get to pick our character. I um, I personally went with a female character. Uh, it's not like we're voiced anyways throughout this, so it doesn't matter. You don't see yourself again. But yeah, there wasn't many to choose from. There's like six characters. I was like, this this girl looks cool. So yeah, like you said, it doesn't matter. Uh, I think uh, basically you see your hands for the first level, which is 
you know, later on. But like you, you see your hands, but after that you put a suit on and then you never see your hands again anyways. So it literally makes no difference what your character you pick. It was completely pointless, but it was also kind of, uh, I guess, a type of immersion you could put yourself in. I don't know. I, I feel like it was a little excuse to make it a custom character. That didn't really matter at all anyways, but yeah, add some immersion to it, I guess. I mean, yes, you could probably imagine your, what you'd look like, but that's about it. You never actually would see yourself again. So, yeah, I put myself in that uh, position where I'm like, Hey, these guys or these, these two girls have like a sisterly bond and stuff. So that's how I like viewed the relationship throughout the game. Other than like putting your own thoughts into it, there's really no effect of picking your character. Yeah, I I guess I uh, my immersion was uh, I was an adopted black child that was uh, put into foster <laughs> care after my real parents were murdered or something, and then I was, I got adopted into this family, and turned out my dad didn't even love me, so my foster dad. I, didn't even love me. <laughs> I was the Asian girl, so I was also adopted. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. So it's whatever you make or step sisters or whatever. Yeah. You. So. <laughs> yeah. So we get through this just perfect tutorial. It's just completely full of meta jokes and shit. Uh, you do that. You get your character. You go downstairs, and <laughs> I noticed on the uh, the the fridge, uh, our sisters wanting us to head out. We're going to get dinner or something. I can't recall. And on the fridge, there's the acceptance letter for your sister. And it says, we are pleased to inform you that you've been accepted into the prestigious College of University Place. Just like University oh. Place. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> little thing. There's a lot of like subtle nods around the uh, the house and in dialogue and stuff that your sister's better than you. And you've uh, just been playing video games all your life. So Yeah. It's... it's uh, I thought it was funny when you first go downstairs and she tells you to go... Uh, see the note or before that uh she tells you that uh your mom left her in charge because for whatever reason and then not to hurt your feelings and then your dad just straight up says and then dad just said he straight up doesn't love you i thought that was funny (laughs) i laughed he's pretty upset you didn't come down to say bye before they left on their trip yeah um she's yeah, sarcastic as hell throughout this whole game yeah no it's great she's she's great yeah saying she'll they'll be gone for a bit saying you should stop playing so much video games because you're <laughs> wasting your life as parents do and then uh yeah so i mean after that she says she needs help carrying some stuff from the car because she's gonna throw a party tonight because parents are gone yes. and uh you go out and uh as soon as you go out, there is a big spaceship that crashes across the street. I guess it doesn't crashes. It, it, um, it like warps in. So it destroys half yep. of the two houses behind it. And then uh, there's a spaceship there. And then uh, Gargantulon comes out and his crew. And uh, yeah, you hide behind the car until further notice because you don't know what to do. There's a bunch of aliens and then it's like and then uh an old man with dementia comes up. <laughs> He's like Martha, is that you? Goes up to Gargantuan. 
He's like, is Martha, is that you? And then he gets uh, Gargantuan grabs him and starts smoking him. And then they speak to each other in some other language you can't understand. Yeah. So then they uh, they fuck off and teleport away, leaving a huge fucking crater in our world. Well, before that, Um, uh, there was a there was an alien that was saying something. And then like one of his goons, I think it was Nebulon was with him. Uh, straight up shoots that guy dead and so he's laying on the ground and then they fuck off and yep, uh yep yeah yes and that's where we we start to hear like uh like a weird noise or something or i can't remember if it spoke english to us at that point it either way it's, no, uh, you didn't it's, understand the language it's calling to us so we, we go over to the body and we find we find kenny our first uh gatlian on the, the body of the dead alien there we what do we do? We remove its uh, we remove its chip, and then it's able to speak with us. Or no, it, it spits on no, us. No, sorry, it's on us because there's like microbes that helps us understand his language. And then, yep, yep. yeah, and then you start to understand Kenny, who sounds exactly like Morty from Rick and Morty. It's just the same voice. So yeah. it's just fucking Morty. Yeah, it's just Morty. So I hope you like that voice because <laughs> you're gonna hear it throughout the whole game. Yeah. Well, if you have him out equipped the whole time, you would. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then again, you hear him a lot. He's kind of like the main. He's, he's the main galleon. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, he, you pick him up and then he tells you that there is uh, alien cartel about to turn your entire race, human race into drugs. So obviously you got to do something about it. You got to become a hero. So um, you learn, this is where you start to learn how to use, how to shoot and stuff and use them as a weapon. Well, I guess you did learn how to do it before, but now you have, this is the actual game. Real Gatlin. Yeah. Yeah, Kenny got pretty pissed at me because I was pausing to, to make some notes and he's (laughs) like, what the fuck? Did you just press the pause button? In what fucking game is pause button shoot? (laughs) <laughs> and he is uh he's swearing at me a little bit at the beginning yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. If you pause at the beginning, like yeah. That's funny. But yeah, there's a bunch of enemies. There's a big ship that pops up at the end of the street and then a bunch of aliens they uh come out and these are like the basic grunts. They are kind of weird. I don't know how to explain them. So they they have like this goop all over them. And yeah, uh, I think it's just so, called goop. <laughs> yeah, it's just goop, but they are they actually turn into like a completely different size and a completely different color if you shoot them enough without killing yeah, it's them. It's like shielding onto their body. Yeah, but the yeah, weird thing is, is that they're kind of like chubby. Off. Yeah, they're kind of chubby without the goop, though. But when you shoot the goop off, they turn into these little uh, skinny skinny gremlin dudes yeah uh, it's, it's uh, so much fucking it's goop on yeah uh so the basic ones they have like they're they just have a giant eyeball on top of them so if you shoot the eyeball it's just you know insta kill so th- these ones are pretty easy to kill pop yeah yeah and once we get the the knife later uh in the game as well you get to uh stab these things out that's pretty fun yeah yeah, cool. Uh, I was kind of a fucking. Uh, I was a little bit of a sadist throughout this game, <laughs> as we'll see. I, I killed almost everyone. Yeah, so we work into that that other warp base at the end of the street. 
and steal their hyperdrive. So we bring it back to, to our house where our sister was. Um, and she has a baseball bat. There's a dead alien in the room and she just <laughs> covered in blood. Oh man. It's like, I just killed it. I just killed an <laughs> alien. She's just so confused on what's going on <laughs> and, uh, very understandable. Cause this is a lot of weird shit happening right now. You know, I thought this game was going to take a much different turn. Cause you come back to your house with the hyperdrive and there's just a blood trail into the house and throughout the, the living room until you see oh, your sister. I was yeah. like, Oh shit, she's going to be fucking dead. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a. Uh... I guess I didn't notice that, but yeah, when I walked in, I, I saw the she beat an alien to death with a baseball bat, but uh, and she's freaking out. Yep. I can I, see I how this if is, you saw that that would be pretty mortifying. Yep, I think this is how how she also starts to understand Kenny because she gets that alien blood in her. Um, oh yeah, so she got the the microbes on her. It yep. just kind of yada yada it, but. So yeah, we we take the hyperdrive and hook it up to our microwave to power it up. Um, and then we can warp our, our entire house to Blim City. Um, yeah. Where Kenny then tells us we, we should go look for Gene. He was this famous bounty hunter and can help us take down the G3. Yeah, so um, yeah, once you teleport your entire house to an alien planet, uh, Kenny's like, yeah, you just... You're on an uh, you're on an alien planet. Uh, go go look for Gene Zuthian, Zaruthian. Um, yeah, he's a famous bounty hunter. And you go out there and uh, you kind of ask around people where he is, and uh, nobody. Oh, did knows you where actually he is. ask people? I did. I think uh, I think he was like one of the first people I walked up to. Oh, well. Well, there you go. You could either walk up straight up to him or you could ask around. I had no idea who I was looking for. I didn't know what he looked like or anything. So, yeah, I just kind of walked around and asked people wherever I could. And nobody knew where he was until I actually <laughs> walked up to him and talked to him himself, asked about him. And then it's like, oh, you're talking to him. It's like, oh, OK, cool. Found him. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was kind of passing those first people few people you can talk to. And then when I got up to Gene, I think Kenny made a comment about him, uh, about that being him. Oh, so I chatted oh. with him. Yeah, that's nice. At least you're not like running around trying to find this person. Find Gene, who's uh, kind of fallen from his former glory. Uh, he no longer has legs. Uh, and one of his three eyes is no longer working. <laughs> and he's homeless. <laughs> He's just living yeah. on a park bench with all his crap in a in a cart. <laughs> so he's like, yeah. "Yeah, I'll give you my my uh, bounty hunter suit and teach you how to be a bounty hunter, but I get your home if you die." So obviously, we're going to take that deal. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you're talking to him, he's like, "Wow, that's a did you see that house there before? That's a really nice house." <laughs> I was just, I was cracking up because like, yeah, that's that's my house. He's like, "Tell you what." Uh, I'll help you. I'll take down the G3. It seems like at this point, he, he really didn't have any faith in you on actually taking down the G3. So he's oh, like, no. yeah, if you die, I'll take your house. So he's like, my, my odds are pretty good. Cause you're going to die pretty quick. <laughs> and, uh, and then we're just like, yeah, I'll take those odds. It's like, what do I have to lose? Exactly. 
So we, we, we grab Gene's suit. Turns out, because he's homeless, he hasn't been paying for the license for quite a few years. So we need to uh, go to Mr. Keep's pawn shop to uh, uh, like renew our license. Uh, but as we're on our way over there, we keep getting spam pop-ups and, and malware and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot so of... So you're having uh, to continuously click out of like pop-ups a lot of, as you're uh, walking. A lot of alien porn pop-ups and stuff. Just like Which a lot of bad shit. Didn't know it was <laughs> alien porn at the time. And then Gene Strip makes a comment like later in the end game about just chilling and watching alien porn. I was like, oh, yeah. is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Alien porn with the little tentacles popping up out of the was a look. It looked like uh, I thought it was like a like, rave video or something. <laughs> it looked like that uh, those deep sea like um, plants. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where the clownfish live in? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like uh, an anemone. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I thought it was at first, <laughs> and like later he said it was porn. So that, that's what <laughs> alien porn is, and it's pretty funny. Nothing really explicit, but yeah. So uh, once you get done with that, you go up to what was it? Pawn the pawn shop. What was it called? Yeah, Mr. Keeps. Yep. Mr. Keeps. You go up to Mr. Keeps pawn shop and you can finally get rid of the ads. And then uh, the suit asks you if you want to have the tutorial go or whatever, or keep you want to keep them around or whatever. And it's like, yes, or absolutely. Or of course, <laughs> you don't even have a choice in that. But so <laughs> I just like, okay, yes. He's like, all right, yeah. thanks. Great. Bye. And then you leave. <laughs> I'll see you later. Yeah, yeah, everyone's fucking with you in this game. Yeah, uh, even Mister Keep, his whole pawn shop is just a joke, full of mini jokes because he's he's aptly named. Um, he doesn't want to actually sell anything, so you can go around and request to buy every single thing in his his office, his or his, his shop. But he'll tell you no on almost everything. He's like, no, I need yeah. that one for like sentimental value, or he'll. Keep making up excuses. There's only like two things you can actually buy in the store until you come back later. Yeah. And everything that you could buy is like upgrades and stuff, but that's like behind the counter. I was actually interested in some of the things that you had for sale. I was really thinking I could buy them and I was kind of disappointed that I couldn't buy them, but it makes sense. Yeah. Pawn there's the one thing. Let's keep everything. <laughs> this is the one thing right to the left when you enter. It's like a plus size suit. And I thought that meant it was just like an upgrade suit. And they kept, he's like, no, you can't buy that. You wouldn't fit in it. <laughs> I was really upset. I was thinking it was like a suit I could get later. And I think it was just meant to be like a, it's a suit for it's, someone who's bigger. It's just a joke. Yeah. Probably Mr. Uh, Keeps even. Probably. He was a bounty hunter. Guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, you get done with Mr. Keeps and you go, Back to your house, and I don't know if you noticed the little uh, construction dudes walking out of the the house. But yeah, there's... yeah, there was they they put fucking signs all over the side of the house. They're like unauthorized yeah. house parking. <laughs> yeah, there was a guy writing a ticket there too. <laughs> unauthorized house parking. That's that's funny. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of con- little construction dudes walking out, and you uh, notice there's like scratch marks all over the floor going into the house oh you you go in that's where you see your new uh bounty 5000 that's uh (laughs) 
you know, placed in the middle of your living room. And uh, yes. Gene's just hanging out on the couch. Yeah, sorry, I was wrong before. Uh, so there wasn't a blood trail in the, the intro mission there where she beats, uh, where Lizzie, her sister, beats the alien with the bat. It was after these five guys left. They took the body with them. You just don't see that. And there was a trail of blood from when they dragged him out. Oh, uh, so yeah. I thought these guys killed our sister. And that's when I was worrying. Because you also see the scratch marks all over the floor, too. Yeah. And yeah. That makes sense. So you put it that way. But <laughs> that's pretty funny. You know, so I was like, oh, my God, they fucking murder our sister. And they're just walking out. Yeah. Uh, but the, the I put together, I was like, oh, it just must be the alien body. Our, uh, I think our sister was just chilling at the counter and Gene's in there. I guess he uh, interpreted that as he's living in our house until we die. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he's just chilling there watching TV and that's where he is the rest of the game. Um, he's just, he made himself at home. Uh, he doesn't clean up after himself. I don't know if you noticed how progressively worse or messy the house got every time he got done with the bounty. <laughs> Yeah, it it tends to get a little gross up there. It was it was pretty bad. Uh, but um, yeah, he's making himself at home, and uh, he you ask him what to do next, and he, you know, he he doesn't know exactly what to do, so he just sends you on a quest. Yeah, to it's like let's just go, go retrieve kill a knife. low level bounty. Oh well, yes. yeah, yep. He mainly wants you to go get his knife, which is knifey, and uh. Also, yeah. kill Knife Torg. A very important detail. He says, "I do not want Knifey back." <laughs> he's like, "Like you keep him." Um, yeah. So yeah, he wants us to go kill Nine Torg. Um. So when I was on the way to go kill Nine Torg and heading off to the slums, I was like, "Okay, this will be uh, like a like someone who has like nine body parts or something or nine version like um." I don't know what I was thinking exactly, but there's they're just clones. All yeah. the Torgs are clones. Yeah. Um so we as we get down into the slums, we get to ride down a really fun tunnel to get down here and and pass a really awesome gate uh where you have to choose between the two guys and tell, <laughs> tell them who's more handsome and they'll let you in their gate. Whoever oh, you tell man. is handsome. <laughs> that is funny. Um, and then I the actually... other one will constantly hate you for the rest of the game. Yeah, so I mean, it doesn't really matter which one you think is hotter because, <laughs> like, they're the doors are right next to each other, and it doesn't really matter which which door you go through because it leads to the same place. But um, yeah, it, it's kind of funny because uh, after that whole thing where they're just like asking you which one is hotter, one is like really confident in themselves, one isn't so confident in themselves. And uh, I actually yep. went through this and I actually said the red one was hotter. And then he's like all feeling bad for himself. And I felt bad for him. So I'm like, I actually blues hotter. And he's like, yeah, oh, I knew no. it. had this whole high self-esteem. <laughs> and then the other one was just pissed. Like he was absolutely pissed. Every time I went past him, he's like, yeah, you can't use my door though. Cause you fucking suck. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'd like to see the breakup uh, stats on that. Uh, for how people chose, because I also went with the blue door, but I, I chose him originally and then doubled down to stay with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just, yeah, it's one of those things. I think it's funny. 
That's good. Uh, now we get into another comedic situation right at the bottom where it's almost like a like a Borderlands enemy because it's this little kid that comes up to you. Uh, reminds me of Shooty McShootface. He's like, yeah, he's bothering us and he's asking us to shoot him. And I think he's like calling us a bitch and stuff. And uh, <laughs> so I shoot him dead in the head and he actually fucking died. And you get an achievement uh, it says like follow wouldn't let you do this. And now Kenny tells us that we lost our E rating for the game. So <laughs> you lost the E rating. <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, I actually was able to get past him without killing him. And then uh, I went down into the slums after that. And then uh, I found his mom working at a, a stand and yep. uh, she basically, she basically is like, yeah, um, I, I told him not to be so annoying. I mean, you could go kill him if you want to. And then <laughs> I went back and killed him. <laughs> and then <laughs> like, oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. I'm like, one second. Like you could go kill him if you want to. I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, okay. I went back and killed him. And I came back and he's <laughs> like, oh, thank you for killing my son. I was like, this game's fucked up. <laughs> I I didn't even try to get around him. I just shot him dead right there. Oh, there you go. Um, didn't they not let you shoot him like right away though? No, I like, pulled the trigger. Kenny was, was against it. He's dead. He didn't want to shoot him. Um, Maybe it was that yeah. Kenny didn't. Point. Kenny didn't want to shoot him, but I I shot the guy. Oh, okay. And yeah, I went down to the mother as well, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm a little bit sad, but it's it's okay. He had it coming." <laughs> <laughs> completely different that is Yo. crazy he was actually 30 years old it wasn't even a kid yeah yeah she specifies <laughs> that she's like yeah it's a kid to like us but not to you like your ages yeah this is different because we're aliens it's like okay yeah so yeah and then after all that you go a little bit further and there's these two guards like ant people guards this is like these are the main enemies of this level and they're standing their guard and uh <laughs> there's like hey you can't get through here and if you wait a little bit they'll be like um yeah we're like the hardest bosses in the game so you <laughs> might as well go back and uh get yourself leveled up so you can fight us and if you actually start walking back kenny will be like yeah i think you're making the right call uh yeah, we, we got to go get get ourselves leveled up and uh, we'll, we'll get this done. We'll we'll come back and fuck him up. <laughs> and then after a little bit, you're still walking back and he's like, I'm kidding. Go back. Let's go kill them. <laughs> these were not, I didn't try these that. were not hard awesome. enemies. They were really easy. They were just really fucking with like, you. It's like, like one yeah. or two shots. Yeah, one or two shots, they'll die. Um, but it's funny that they were trying to trick you into thinking that yeah, you uh, you blow through some enemies for a while till you get to Nine Torg's Den. She was a pretty cool boss fight. I was not expecting uh, like to actually jump around and and stuff like that. I sorry, I rewind here to get Knifey. So so we get Knifey on the way to Nine Torg. It's like you can't skip him. He's a. I think all the Gatlians are are forced. You have to get them, and you walk into this what looks like a like a drug trade or something. One of the ants lets you in the room. Just go with it. No shooting. 
All right, here's the product. A genuine talking knife. I gotta be honest with you, he's a real piece of shit. He's extremely violent. He basically only talks about wanting to kill people in very disturbing ways. Fuck you, I'm gonna carve out your anal cavity. Gonna make it three times as big. Your shit's just gonna drop right out of there. See what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, perfect. That's exactly what we're looking for. Yeah, yeah. And then there's just this knife on this like operating table and the two ants are talking to you and they're like, okay, you just, you know, like buy him and take him out and <laughs> just leave. Don't listen to anything he says. And as you pick up knifey, he's fucking trembling. And uh, he's asking, he's like, put me in the mix. Put me in the mix. <laughs> he's, he's going off on a, on a blood rage. Yeah. So of course you, you stab them to death. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the only logical thing to do. Um, but like, uh, the, before you walk in, there is a, uh, if you wait a little bit, you can actually overhear what they're talking about. So what they're Mm -hmm. waiting on is a buyer for the, the knife. They're waiting on somebody to come up and buy the knife. So I was able to lie to them and say that I was the buyer. (laughs) I actually overheard them talking about their, uh, how, no, actually, I didn't convince them I was the buyer. I told them that he, I was his long-lost lover because I heard, <laughs> overheard them talking about that. I said, I'm your long-lost lover. <laughs> I think I just told him I was the buyer. <laughs> yeah, so uh, after I did that, uh, I was able to pick up the knife and I killed one of them. The other one was like, oh, no, my other long-lost lover. And then I killed him, too. <laughs> Uh, or it wasn't long lost. That was my other lover. Oh god, that made me slut crack up so much. I also seen videos on YouTube of like if you pick up knifey and like not kill them right away, <laughs> it's like you like knife the wall or something. He's like, what the fuck you missed? And <laughs> just like little uh, tidbits that they added to where they kind of could predict whatever you do in the game. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of a lot of good dialogue, a lot of random stuff. Yeah, so now that now that we have Knifey, we can go to to Nine Torque finally because Knifey has the ability to, uh, what do you call it? Not tether. zipline, but like a grappling hook. Yeah, tether. So this is where we make our way over to uh, to Nine Torque's den, and then we can jump around the arena as we're fighting her because she's bringing like a like toxic sludge in, and you have to like avoid it. Yeah, I mean, this she... is a pretty good boss battle. I like this one. It was pretty good. It's a lot of dodging because he shoots like three bullets in a flat spread. And then like uh, she raises the acid. So you have to like swing around in the air for a little bit and avoid all that. And then um, you could actually uh, deflect her shots with knifey, which I didn't figure out till like halfway into oh. the boss fight. I yeah. didn't know that so throughout the whole game. Like, so. Uh, yeah. So like anytime a boss shoots like uh, big... Um, like they're like kind of slower moving uh, shots at you, but if they're like the bigger ones, you can actually uh, knife them and it'll deflect it back to them. So yeah, that's that was very helpful. That was what I learned oh. in this boss fight, and I was able to use it every boss fight since. So helped out a lot. Yeah, D- totally different uh, playstyles, and I uh, definitely did not use that at all. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't. I wouldn't have known until Knifey popped up, or he piped up in 
told me that I could do it. And then I don't know if he did that for you at all. Maybe you weren't paying attention, um, but he, yeah, that's what he I said. Don't he, he mentioned it and I was able to do it. And I'm like, Oh, that's pretty sweet. And I just kept <laughs> doing it over and over again. Every time she did it. And I was able to like predict her actions and stuff after that. And it was good. You pretty good boss fight. Yeah. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. Pretty fun. Uh, so after we dispatched nine Torg here, uh, we're told to we got to bring evidence back uh, of her death. So I think we tore off like a mandible or something like that. Something. I don't think you actually ever see what you uh, take off of the body, but you um, you actually can look in your inventory and all the pieces are there. Oh, actually, I didn't know that. That's that's yeah. interesting. Okay, kind of neat. Yeah, but yeah, we kill her and then. And then uh, Nine Torg's sister, or clone, I guess, Five Torg, was tied up behind her. I don't know if you did this at all, but as you'll see, it's a running thing for me that I shot everyone. <laughs> I killed her, and it popped up a secret boss bar. And then I just shot her to death because she was still tied up. Oh, my it. God. <laughs> it's ruthless, man. <laughs> and Kenny was like, oh, yeah, that's understandable. I guess she probably would have went crazy and took power as well. <laughs> yeah, I actually uh, sat through their dialogue there, and uh, she basically said, um, you know, she's like, things are going to change around here. And Kenny's like, oh, so no more crime? She's like, oh, no, not that much change. But yeah, <laughs> things are going to change. She's <laughs> so like, okay, I guess they're all evil. But yeah, that's, that's kind of funny that you just shot her. Yeah, it was... Um... Yeah, she was labeled as like a like a secret boss on like the boss or the uh, the health bar at the top or something. Oh, okay, cool. that's kind of cool. Yeah, um, yeah. So we, yeah, uh, after this, back you kind of to see Jean backtrack back through the level and go back to the house, and uh, this is where you kind of get choices on which bounty you want to go through next. It's like a series of like two. You gotta have a choice, so. From now on, we're not going to have probably this. We're not going to have in succession the same bosses as uh, we probably would because like there's choices at this point. Yeah. So yep. um, the next one I went after was uh, Douglas. I don't know what you did. I did want to say before we uh, leave our house again here, Knifey was really obsessed with stabbing Gene because he thinks he betrayed <laughs> yeah. him and left him. <laughs> I don't know if you did this at all, but I uh, I stabbed Gene with knifey. <laughs> I didn't. Um, it didn't kill him. He was just very pissed at us, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And he's <laughs> and he's bleeding all over. So, oh my god. Yeah, I I uh, the way knifey described how he was gonna kill him, I'm like, okay, I gotta hold this knife <laughs> back. He's actually gonna kill him. He's like. Expose your big soft belly so I can cut right <laughs> through it. And I'm like, oh shit, I don't want to do yep. that. <laughs> he he did not though. He stabbed him in the belly. It did not work. And he's like, oh, I'll I'll try again later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try again later. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't do Douglas next. I went to uh, Krubus. I, I think Krubus. I stuck in like order of where they were in the machine. Okay. Yeah, Krubus. Yeah, is we want to. Let's let's uh, move over to Douglas. You want to do Douglas first? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So for the Douglas fight, when you first go into the portal, um, you go into this desert area. You, uh, it's it's like a 
yeah it's it, it's just exactly what it is it's like a desert area and you have to go into this uh place called old town which is like a old like western themed kind of city and um once you get there well well you're in Dregtown, and then you Dregtown. Dregtown is, is after old or, town sorry douglas lives in Dregtown, which is yeah. cooler than old town way it's cooler new than town. town yeah way cooler it was like a completely different uh dynamic from old town Dregtown. <laughs> it's not cool though um yeah uh there when you first get there there's like a bunch of little monsters running around there's like the uh, i don't know how to describe them they're they uh spit acid at you and um oh i hate these enemies they fucking <laughs> dig in the ground that's the worst thing is when you're able to easily kill an enemy but it's fucking whatever it's power whether it's a shield or hiding uh makes it the battle last longer just because yeah. it's fucking avoiding you i ended up running a- past a lot of these enemies because like they didn't seem to be much yeah, of you get nothing for killing them. There's no leveling yeah. system. You don't need the XP. As long as you avoid their spits and kind of run right through them, you, I mean, there's not really a point to killing them. Did you uh, did you find the tremor worm out here? I didn't. What's that? <laughs> if you're running around outside Old Town, they they have signs like saying like danger, uh, like don't go any further than the sign, and uh, if you do. There's a big fucking worm. I think it had Morty's voice, so it was really jarring. <laughs> um, and it fucking eats you and kills you. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> so it was like a was it like a Tremors reference? I think so. Yeah, or or uh, or holes. Whichever one was it that had the the big worms? Yeah, it was Tremors. Yeah, uh, holes was uh, like a Disney movie. Oh, yeah. Shia LaBeouf. And they were just digging holes. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, Tremors actually used to scare me as a kid. I, I got like actually I had I generated an actual fear of worms coming up out of the ground and killing me. <laughs> and I was terrified. Um yeah. That, that's Tremors. It's like Tremors worms. Yeah, unlocked a new fear. But yeah, before you get to Old Town, there's uh there's these group of construction workers. They're called the the, the Mac, Mac and Cheese Con- Brothers. Mac and Cheese Brothers. Yeah, and they <laughs> say you can't proceed because they're not they're doing construction or whatever. And then what you could do is you could just walk right past them, and they, they won't do anything. They just like, hey, what are you doing? Hey, what are you? <laughs> they're just yelling at you every time because oh. you have to go through this whole parkour thing, and they're still yelling at you from the distance. <laughs> like you're not supposed to be doing that. We, we uh, definitely took two different routes to this game. You just keep walking by people. I uh, I don't know if you can guess it, but I, I killed all of them. You killed all of them. <laughs> Except for the, the old one sitting in the chair. I left him, but I killed all oh. the other guys. God I was like, that's okay. It. They were assholes. <laughs> oh, man. Everyone's just okay in this game with murder. Yeah, I mean, that's okay, though. I mean, it is a game. And Except they are Kenny, pretty aware Kenny. of that. Kenny, each time I kill people, Kenny, Kenny points he that out. That. He's like, yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, you didn't have to do that. Uh, we could have walked right past them, but yeah, I, w- I just walked right past them and uh, didn't have a problem. You could kill them if you want to, but it doesn't really make a difference. <laughs> uh, maybe it, it sates your appetite for murder, maybe a little bit, but there's plenty of that throughout the game, anyways. 
for sure is a lot of murder. But then uh, after you get through the parkour area, you get to Old Town where there's a guy. Um, he's like uh, Sir Piss himself or something. Yeah. It's just a weird piss joke. Pants. Yeah. I don't know. There's like something about peeing himself. Uh, some joke about yeah. his name. He uh, he was telling us about. <laughs> yeah. He was telling us about how to get into Dregtown because uh, that's where we're heading. And then he's like telling us about his name. You can ask him in one of the dialogue options. He's like, yeah, it's because I piss myself all the time. He's like, I'm doing it right now. You actually see a puddle forming, and I actually backed up from the guy. I was like, "This is fucking gross." Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, I mean, he opens up the gate for you after you know the whole disgusting pissing himself. himself. And then then, uh, there's a bunch of G three in there that you got to kill. It was pretty easy. I mean, they're they coming up from like the sides of the buildings and stuff and all that. You still got those little, uh, those little monsters spitting acid at you too. Yeah, and there's that. Sense. And then once you get through there, you get to a gate to where you're supposed to go into Dregtown, and uh, I think it's just called Dreg. The city is just called Dreg. Uh, but yeah, there's a gate, and he said the gate operator says there's too many G3 recruits to open the door, and you have to take them out around town. So you have to go around and. There's like three different areas where you just have to go around killing G3. Yep, just your standard go clean up this many enemies to, uh, yeah. to continue. Yeah, it's pretty pretty standard procedure in what RPGs. Is, <laughs> what um, is not standard procedure is as we finally get into Dregtown then to, to get into uh, Douglas's area, we got to get gooped. So we look like a ah. uh, one of the, the things and we follow this old creepy guy into an alleyway where he tells us to go down further into the dark alleyway to get gooped. Hey, hey there. Thanks for coming over here. I'm the goop guy around these parts. You want to sneak in the G3 facilities? You gotta get covered in goop. That's just how it goes. My stuff's quality. So you want some goop, right? This I guy do not know this is something. how you got gooped. <laughs> yeah, he's a creepy guy. He has like some twins too throughout the game. Yeah, we'll talk there's about three later. of them throughout the game. Yep. Yeah. There's three of them, and they're all pretty interesting. But they all they all look the same, and um, they all know each other too. But um, yeah, this guy he's, he looks pretty creepy, and he's like selling. He's wearing a trench armor. coat. Yeah, he's, he's naked underneath coat. it too. Yeah, yeah, and um, so yeah, there's like this big monster thing on top of this cage where you go to get gooped, and he just poops all over you, just 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 like lays it all 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 over you and it's disgusting but very nasty you get gooped so now you look like one of the g3 because this is how they get gooped apparently apparently (laughs) it's a pretty strong armor to be getting shit on um i want to know who thought of this who thought of this (laughs) like yeah let's take this uh this big uh monster thing alien thing Let's have him poop on us. Yeah, that'll give us the armor we need. <laughs> so, uh, so Douglas is the head of training and torture. So now that we get allowed into the base, we have to go through the training that every recruit does to to become G three. Uh, which, after going through all this training, I'm like, how do they have any G three? Because they killed everybody. 
we we go into this theater and you have to watch like a like an introductory video and stuff and then they uh they put you through uh what is it called like combat training and stuff yeah and then once you get through all that it's it's just you left you're the only survivor at the end uh of all these perspective recruits and then he's like <laughs> oh uh i'm not ready for you for the next stage can you wait here for an hour in the theater and so i actually waited the hour i assume you probably continued on <laughs> yeah why would you wait the hour really <laughs> wanted to see what happened i uh, so i just sat on my phone and waited for an hour every 15 minutes douglas would check in he's like yep just keep just keep waiting <laughs> at the end of out the hour it's, it's pointless it's pointless don't do it he's like oh yeah uh, I forgot the reason why why we were even waiting the hour. But he's like, Basically, sorry, didn't like go matter. home or something. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to you have to go through the same way you normally would anyways. So. Oh man. That sucks. Well, <laughs> I mean, at least you have to know. But <laughs> at least they have a reason or have a thing for actually waiting an hour. But that's kind of funny. Yeah, just some comments, but it was not worth the hour. <laughs> no. I will never get that back. Yeah. So if you're a maniac and sat through the hour after the hour, you would, uh, <laughs> you would, um, do, like do the there's same a, thing as you did. <laughs> there's like a little, uh, hole that you could find on the side of the theater. I don't know. Did you actually like explore a little bit while you were waiting? Did you find the hole? No, no. I, I just sat in my seat. Cause I, I knew <laughs> I seen where the hole was. So I'm like, okay, that's where I'm going to go. If, oh, I, okay. if I didn't want to wait the hour, uh, I thought like the theater okay. would open up or something, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, you were, you, you thought the theater would open up because there was another instance before this, like in the beginning, uh, where you're with a bunch of other recruits and then the theater opened up and there was like some enemies in there. Some of those yep. acid spitting creatures that you had to fight. And uh, that started the obstacle course. And that was kind of cool. The whole obstacle course part of this game was, I thought was kind of cool. I mean, it was pretty, uh, pretty simple, but <laughs> then again, fun it was though. like, it was fun. There was a, uh, through the obstacle course, there's a lot of recruits that died doing the deadly traps and the parkour you had to do. But yeah, after that, you go through, you go th- crawl through the tunnels and uh, you get outside and you find this uh, alien named Dr. Jupy. And he sounds very uh, likable. Did you shoot Jupy? No, I didn't. I I actually didn't even consider that. Oh, okay. You didn't even consider killing Jupy. Okay, well. No, uh, but now that I've played the game, I wish I did. Yeah, there's a thing for if you kill uh, Jupy, uh, he actually still goes through the whole pipeline and um, his suit actually is uh, still alive. Oh, you, OK. You still have to fight him. But anyways, uh, did you shoot him? I didn't shoot him, but I saw a video on it. Um, what okay. happens if you kill Dr. Jupy? I don't know. Like I after I beat the game, I saw a lot of uh, videos popping up on my feed of like what happens if you do this and that. So I have some knowledge of what happens if you do stuff. But anyways, uh, so Dr. Droopy needs some help with some puzzles. 
so you need to like rearrange the puzzles. Pipe puzzles. Yeah, pipe puzzles. So you can actually, so he can get through the pipes to get to his family because they're all starving and you feel bad for him. <laughs> they're all depending on him. And uh, yeah, so we do little puzzle three area. sets of these. These are actually yep. really cool. It was a nice break of the pace from combat. I like these puzzles. They were, I mean, I always like pipe puzzles. They're just a fun little thing in any game. Yeah. Or those, um, it's either the pipe puzzles or those, um, like wiring, electric wiring yep. puzzles. Yep. Uh, go to point A to point B and match up all the wires. Those are fun. <laughs> yeah. So we do like three sets of this pipe puzzle for Jupy to get to the layer where Douglas is supposed to be. And oh no, it turns out Dr. Jupy was Douglas all along. <laughs> he was just too hungover to figure out how to get back into his, uh, into his suit. Yeah. So, yeah, as I said before, you could kill Jupy before this. He just wouldn't have any dialogue through those puzzles. And, uh, you still have to do the puzzles? You still have to do the puzzles, and you get him through uh, to his suit. And then you have to fight his suit. But oh. Dr. Jupy is just dead. Or um, Douglas <laughs> is just dead. I confused the two, I guess. I, wouldn't, I never saw it coming, honestly. Dr. Yeah, Jupy yeah. seemed completely different it's from Douglas. But yeah, it was uh, this boss battle was a little more challenging than the last, but it was still fun. So the floor like gets electrified at some points, so you have to like dodge them, and then um, Douglas like teleports from all these pillars and stuff, and you have to keep keep on shooting them. And yeah, we got uh, the uh, the shocky floors in here. Yeah, so I mean, basically, if you just don't stop moving, that's the main thing in this is. Just don't stop moving because he has an automatic gun, and uh, you're so he's constantly shooting at you. And then also with the electrified floors, you just can't stay in one place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I mean, then again, I was on an easy difficulty, but uh, I didn't find this one too bad. I mean, you had far uh, more than enough warning to move for your yeah. uh, shocky plates. You just move to a different plate, shoot a bit, move, do that till he's dead. Uh, yep. And then we get uh, Squeezy, our second Gatlion from this battle. Or uh, be second Squeezy. for you, third for me at this time. Yeah. Yeah, Squeezy. So, uh, Squeezy is an automatic gun, can shoot time bubbles, uh, which is helpful for getting through fans. Uh, fans are spinning really fast. You shoot a time bubble. I seem like this is like a really uh, video game trope. It's always a fan that you got to like slow down time or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Uh, or like a big crunching door or something like in dead yeah. space. Yeah. Something like that. It's, it's always something like that. Dead space is a good one because it's like that, like the whole stasis um, all the time. Stasis is the whole time slowing down thing. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, I did not like squeezy. It was probably my least favorite gun, uh, both practically and his or her voice can really tell. Her, yeah, yeah, but just, eh. yeah, yeah. I didn't really, I didn't really use her much. Um, only when I had to, when I was switching out weapons. But yeah, other than that, it really wasn't my first choice. So I mean, after that, you get to try her out on some enemies up ahead. There's, there's like a part where 
I got stuck on this part because I got confused because they wanted me to shoot through the walls. I must have missed the part yeah. where he actually just told me that I could shoot through walls. And I'm like, how am I oh. supposed to do this? And I was like trying to like climb up or try to get around to get a good shot. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I had the I exact same thing. I kept trying to slow down one of those trams that was passing by and jump over that way. And I was like, just what is going on? I don't know like what I'm supposed to be doing. And I think yeah. I accidentally killed them through the wall, and then it it worked. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I actually uh, just like I I got to a point where I just said fuck it and started trying to shoot through the wall, and then you actually had to like charge up the gun in order to actually charge it up to shoot through the wall because then it's like a it's like a rail gun at that point, and then that's where you could shoot them through the wall and get past that part. But yeah, then you had to get through it by doing some more. Sweezy related puzzles with like time bubbles and stuff. Like I never really saw a point in using the time bubble in actual combat. I don't know. It's only for those lug locks, really. That's the only time I ever used it is to get those. Yeah. Yeah. To get some fans and stuff. Trying to use it in combat is kind of whatever. I mean, wait, I guess what you could do is if you were to use the time bubble and then like slow them down so they're like all clustered and then switch to. Yep. Switch to Kenny to use his trick shot, which is like a kind of like a grenade launcher, kind of blow them up. But then again, I don't know. Yeah, I never tried it, but <laughs> I didn't use Sweezy that much. But I just thought of that. But um, yeah, once you get through yeah. that, a little bit of that, you get a portal that goes back to your house. Yep. Yeah. Nice saving us some backtracking and stuff, and then we uh, head on to our. Well, my second, your third uh, bounty, uh, Krubus. Yeah. I did not like this map at all. I really enjoy the dialogue in the boss battle here, but I hate this jungle map. It's <laughs> it's stupid, and it's so confusing. On our way to find Krubus, we find these creepy-ass furry gummy bear things. I think they're called moplets. I could not stand looking at these guys. <laughs> They're creepy as hell. Apparently, uh, like before we get to Krubus, though, um, there when you get back to the house after after Douglas, I mean, I guess for me at least, after that first uh, boss battle, do you remember going back to the house and uh, Lizzie and Jean having an argument, and you actually had a like a, like a yeah, dialogue yes. Sorry that that was after Krubus for me in my notes here. Yeah. Yep. But like, yeah, after that. You can um, have a choice to either side with Lizzie or Jean, and I don't, I don't remember exactly. I guess I didn't write what I chose with. I didn't think it mattered, but apparently it does matter later on who you side with. Because oh, uh, it does. Yeah, uh, apparently it has some effect on how the relationship goes with um, her and her boyfriend. Oh, okay. Because that's what they were arguing about is, you know, she's seeing a new alien boyfriend and like he's like trying to be like a dad figure and say like he, he she shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> I was I'm just going. I think I went with Lizzie because I'm like, who who the fuck are you? Like, just let her do what she wants. Yeah, I think I sided with Lizzie every time they argued. Yeah, because like, who the fuck is Gene? He's just like some bum in our house just you know i don't i didn't think really think he had a say in anything but um yeah 
there there's that so that that's more mentioned later on anyways so yep so they were watching uh tammy and the t-rex when i came in and then then we solved their disputes and stuff yep <laughs> yeah so after that you get to choose the next bounty and then you go to a new planet yeah. uh Krubus. i forgot what the planet was Krub- yeah Krub- for Krubus. Uh, Krubus you go is the boss, the- yeah yeah, you go to Krubus, and then the I forget what the planet is called, but you go there, you go like here or something like that. Two of the bosses for this, yeah, like and, Zephyr Forest, Zephyr, Zephyr. That's what it is. Yeah, you go to Zephyr, and it's like a jungle planet. And yeah, yeah. This, G, this place, G three are taking over. It sucks mostly, but it's okay. We we save some moplets in their village uh, because they're being enslaved to mine for. Uh, Oh, what do you call them? They're these weird, like, Furby-looking things, but they're completely, like, brown. Yeah. And it's, like, it's like the main drug that the G3 cartel sells until they found humans, which they found out humans are the most potent drug they've ever found. So that's why they're taking over our planet. But yeah, it's these we'll weird, call like, furball things. We'll call them Furbies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, until I at least remember the name. So they're, like, mining for those. And that's why they're enslaving the moplets. Um, but yeah, they, they're like, well, thanks for saving us. And they refer us like to uh, how to find a warp device, like a portable one, to uh, yep. so we can track down Krubus. And we have to go find Ranchi, who is a major drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> and a fucking serial killer. You, you find his yeah. mansion out here in the forest, and it's full of these dead Furbies like twisted apart uh, in the toilet with blood all over. They're everywhere. <laughs> you could tell he was, he was tweaking too by the way he was yeah. talking because he was just <laughs> rambling going on about his idea about an amusement park and shit. And, uh, and then you find out that he has a warp disc encryptor that yep. he will later on use. But uh, then we have to go go out and actually find the warp disc. Yeah, I, I was pretty sad that we never got to kill this guy. Uh, I tried. Trust <laughs> me, I tried. I, I, he doesn't really get his his just desserts or anything. I think he gets warped away later. But I don't think we ever find out if he dies or anything. Uh, he does get... He gets warped away. Hey, we'll we'll yeah, get to it. it replaces I have his place. Yeah. I have a whole bit on my experience with him before, just before he gets warped. <laughs> I don't know if you had the same okay. experience, but <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. So, uh, he gives us like the, uh, the encryptor thingy or whatever. Now we just need to go find a blank drive and, uh, Kerbis's actual coordinates. So we get the blank drive by helping the Motplets. They want us to find their chosen one and bring him back. <laughs> and it's this, this like King that we get, we bring him warped back and uh he's a dick. Yeah, he... he's an asshole, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's just lazy watching porn is like it's just a <laughs> mess. He's laying on the couch just like oh, which yeah. I didn't know it was porn at the time still. Yeah, well, yeah, now we know it's porn, <laughs> but yeah, it's nothing explicit then again. It just looks like an um anemones. Yeah. He's just bossing around the other moplets and stuff, and he's like, "Well, the chosen one wants this." Or, uh, yeah, I uh, I can't remember if I tried to kill him or not. I I think I didn't want to piss off the moplets, so I didn't I didn't shoot this guy. 
I, I don't think anybody would. Um, I don't they, they I think have to find would, a new chosen one. <laughs> yeah, find a new chosen one. That's about it. Yeah, so that part was pretty easy. <laughs> and I get lost for a while trying to find where the mines are to start our new job. And we uh, we find Karen. Sorry, oh, her hi. name is not Karen. Or is it Karen? It is Karen. She's the she's the HR lady, the re- the receptionist right at the front, and she starts asking us to uh, fill out paperwork and stuff to start a new job. And there's <laughs> a not really an Easter egg, but like a an interesting bit of dialogue you can have here. Uh, you can say that you're the new boss, and if you have if you killed Douglas first and had uh, had Squeezy with you, then you would succeed in that like speech check thing. And you oh. could have been the new boss and not, uh, not done the normal jobs. I don't know if you did that at all. Nope. I did the normal job. Okay. I, yeah. I, I did this one first, so I didn't get that chance. <laughs> well, I, I guess I didn't have, uh, I, I said I was the new hire anyways. I didn't say I was the new boss. So, yep. Well, since you killed Douglas first, you would have gotten away with it if you said you were the new boss. I guess I didn't know that. So, so it's pretty neat. Yeah, I have to go back and play that to see how that plays out. But yeah, we uh, we get a new job and we're just filing paperwork. Bureaucracy <laughs> simulator, and then you're just yes. like you're sitting there stamping things over and over again. There's not really much agency you could do over this. You're just like stamping things over and over uh i didn't yeah not really much uh going on just to see how much you can stamp before time runs out well i don't think time runs out. i think it just timed you on how fast you could do it there's no reward or anything unless i uh, just didn't do it fast enough but i thought i did you just like the score doesn't really matter uh you do three stacks of paperwork and then you're like done for the day Yep. And uh, the, the, the manager comes out of the office and thanks you. And then you can go into Krubus's office and get his coordinates. Yeah. Yeah. So and then once you find his coordinates, you put it on the blank drive that we retrieved earlier. And then now you're able to warp at, you know, you're able to write uh, Krubus's location on that warp drive. So you could just warp them to yes. you. Yep. Then the moplets tell you that you need to clear out one of their stations to get the drive to summon the chosen one. And uh, once you do that, you summon the chosen one. He's a dick. And then you get. Yeah, yeah. I guess you can do it in any order. I did the drive with the moplets first. Oh, well, yeah, no, I, I guess I I did. I, I, I messed up. So in order to get the <laughs> drive. That's where you get the blank drive from was the prince chosen one, right? So you yeah. go and get that from him. And then you come back to Krubus's office and then write his location on the drive. And then you're good. Um, yep. Yeah, I got, I got ahead of myself. But um, <laughs> yeah, and then you um, go back to Ranchi's mansion to use his encryptor. <laughs> and then uh, this is where you find Ranchi. He's uh, there is... The first time you went to his house, there wasn't much any uh, Fergals everywhere. They're called Fergals, by the way. Fergals. Oh, yes. Um, But yeah, there wasn't many Fergals everywhere. But you know he was using, you know, he's really hyped up about it. But then once (laughs) you get there, 
they're just everywhere. Like he's all strung out and they're just dead everywhere. <laughs> I actually went and explored his mansion and uh there yeah. was like there was blood everywhere. They were like stuffed into the toilet. They're yep. all over the bed. Is gross. They're um, in every location you can imagine. Yeah. And then uh he starts crashing as you're talking to him and then he like passes out from withdrawals and then like i don't know if you left right away but if you stick around for a little bit he wakes up and then he's like oh i can't move oh i'm pissing myself oh i'm shitting myself (laughs) sitting and shit and piss oh he goes off for like 10 minutes just doing that it's so fucking funny Um, at least that's some solace the uh Soils himself. I uh, no. I, I left after he passed out. Yeah, and, uh, went to the warp location. I was like, I don't know what I was doing. I think I was taking notes, and I was just kind of sitting there. And then he just woke up as I was sitting there, and then he just started going on about like how he can't get up. Like he was like, he's. You could tell he sounded like his face was in the ground, and then like <laughs> he couldn't move, and he was just pissing and shitting himself. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh. But yeah, so uh, now that we have the encrypted warp drive, we can go outside and uh, use uh, his mansion, replace his mansion with uh, Cubus's base, Kubus's base. And once you do this, uh, it actually uh, breaks down the the, the, like ground, the ground beneath us, around you, and yep. then you uh, fall down into the boss arena. And that's where you start the boss fight. Yeah, this one was okay. It was an okay boss battle. Yeah, he's uh, shooting discs at you and shit. And um, you could actually deflect those discs back at him with knifey. So that was yeah, cool. Yeah, and there's there's like lasers in this one, I think. Yeah, lots Stuff of like lasers. That. He's like spinning around and uh, he uh, digs in the ground and pops up like a mole. And then you can shoot yeah. him. Yeah, not a, not a not a bad boss battle. Not extremely interesting. We uh, we kill this guy, then we get Gus to add to our collection. Yeah, he's the yep. uh, the low talking uh, shotgun. Yeah, I actually uh, like I recognized his voice right away, and then um, I figured it, <laughs> like I recognized his voice. I'm like, that's JB Smooth. <laughs> I googled it right then and I found out it was him like, yeah, that was pretty cool yeah like JB he's uh, he's good I like him I remember him from uh, No Way Home and uh, was it the, the real husbands of Hollywood or something with hmm. uh, Kevin Hart I don't know if you've seen it I have not no oh yeah it's pretty funny but uh, yeah he's from, he's in that too I don't I don't remember much of his other work but yeah yeah we uh we head back to gene again then and then uh gene says mayor Klug wants to meet us we previously you can like see on the tvs Klug has some ads and stuff uh, he he's against drugs and wants to defeat him and so yeah Klug uh offers his help to us since he heard that we've killed like three bosses now and he gives us a little teleporter that we can send humans to this like safe haven which we will find out is a very dark place behind (laughs) the scenes yeah once we're back again after talking with Klug 
Gene says we should go get a jetpack. So then we uh, we had to go see Mister Keep again to get a uh, a jetpack this time. This jetpack yeah. is uh, pretty low leveled. Like you, you can't fly for very long with it when you first start, but uh, it gets better as you upgrade it. Yeah, it does. I mean, at first it's mostly used as like a glider because like yep. you can't really like. Yeah, it kind of essentially is like a double jump for you. I, I, I assume that's why they uh, <laughs> opted for the crouch instead of the double jump because of the jetpack. So it, it has its moments. But, uh, but yeah, it helps you get across long jumps and pretty good. You get to yeah. test it out while you're on the roof of your house or something because <laughs> uh, when you get back, your uh, Gene tells you to go get some sleep. And then it kind of it was kind of jarring for me because I went to bed and then all of a sudden I'm on the roof. First I thought it was a yeah. dream, but then like it turns find out it was like a couple days later. Like, okay, yeah, because because the uh, the jetpack was on back order at Mister Keep Shop, so we had to like yeah, that's right. or something. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But yeah, you get to test it out while you're on your on the roof of your house and stuff, and pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, we uh, I. This is one little thing that I noticed when we went to sleep it fast forwards through each of the days and we land on Glub's day, which is the day our uh, jetpack arrives. But as they go through each of the days, it was like a weird alien name for each one. But then Tuesday was still the same. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that still have Tuesdays in uh in a uh, Blim city. Yeah. But yeah. Then we, uh, we get to go test out the jetpack, which is pretty fun. Yeah. So, uh, uh, what did what boss fight? Yeah. At this point, you kind of you're back in the main game, and you can go back and do the the next bounty. So, what did you do next? Yep. I had the Screndel Brothers next. Was that the same for you? Yeah, that was the same for me. Okay. Yeah, we um we we come back through our portal back to I think they're back in the Zephyr Forest area as well. Or sorry, not not the same like Zephyr Forest area, just same like planet. And we're in this nice little peaceful forest where we peacefully, sorry, where we previously like fought uh, Krubus and stuff. Yeah. And the Skrendel brothers came back and had enslaved all the Moplets that we were freed and killed a bunch. So we have to make I our just... way through uh, th- to the Skrendel labs. Yep. So the Scrindle Labs, the Scrindle Brothers are in charge of like laboratory stuff for the cartel and stuff. Uh, so yep. uh, once we get to all the, fucked up the, shit. all the fucked up shit, but once we get to the labs, we ran into uh, Helen. It's, it's Helen, not Karen. My bad. Helen. Yes, that's how more right. Yeah. Helen. Um, yeah. She's like, you killed my last boss. So now I'm receptionist for the Scrindle brothers you see this might be a recurring thing but uh <laughs> and uh so uh she alerts the g3 of our presence she's like oh it's nothing personal i just have to you know alert the g3 of her presence i hope it's not <laughs> anything too bad she's just the midwestern um lady yeah voice sounding <laughs> um so yeah, so the G3 show up and we have to fight through them and uh, we have to go up the elevators till we found uh, 
and then um, we had to do this cool little uh, detective work with uh, the suit. Uh, I guess uh, whatever his name is. Uh, the suit has his own. Um, oh, it's just pseudo. Pseudo. Yeah. Yeah. So pseudo is like it's detective time. And then so we have to. Are you uh, you might be on giblets. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Uh, I, I guess I'm getting ahead of myself, but, uh, yeah, no. Um, so we find creature. When do we find creature? Creature in during, the lab, uh, right? during this section. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So I guess, yeah, I was getting ahead of myself, but, um, so we find creature and, uh, creatures, uh, an interesting little Gatlian and he, uh, can shoot little babies <laughs> And, uh, they're this, the creature is great because you could just shoot creature in any direction yep. and, uh, and they, they his run, babies will just run over to him and attack him and you could just pile them on. And it's great. Like, I honestly thought this was the best yep. game, but best gun in the game. Once I got it. Plus his little, uh, trick hole is, uh, shooting at a little pink guy and that one, yeah. like, uh, mind controls whoever it attaches to. Yeah, mind controls them, which is also really useful. It's like uh, having an extra gun on your side there. Just shoot them out there and then kind of forget about it. Right. Um, so if you don't want to worry about accuracy, just shoot off all creatures, babies, and they'll they'll find their yeah. enemies. Or creature. Yeah, just use creature. Like if you're if you're not that accurate, just use creature for the rest of the game. You you'll have no problem. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know if you you found this room. As we're going through the uh, through the laboratories, you see all these fucked up experiments that they're doing. Uh, and there's this one side room where you find this uh, scientist, and she's got two humans in a tank, and she, or uh, sorry, just one human in a tank, and then two uh, other creatures, and she's like, press one of these buttons to like try and merge it with the human. So they're like doing tests. I don't know why I thought this would turn out well, but I pressed one of the buttons and the human tank just filled with blood. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Not, not much happened. No, yeah, just a weird was... side thing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, we get creature in here. They were like testing on him and stuff. But he's uh, he's very happy go lucky, even through all the trauma he's been put through. <laughs> they did a lot of fucked up experiments on me but you know what <laughs> there's a bright side to everything uh, man yeah you gotta love creature he's just yeah. always a vibe we uh we kill a shit ton of mercs until we finally find uh find uh jonathan Screndel. he's the uh first of the brothers that we defeat before he runs off then we find angela next who I had a hell of a time finding just because sometimes the locked doors in this game, you can't tell if they're locked from a distance until you're like touching it with your nose. And so I thought I couldn't get into the base where she was. Oh, but yeah. So it just didn't open in time for you to deem it. Yeah. As I like, I like went up right next to it and it didn't open. And I looked around for like half an hour for another entrance in there. And then I found out that I just had to be like really close to the door. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I didn't really have a problem finding uh, any of these guys. So, yeah, I yeah, could, no, 
could see that happening though. Yeah, we fight Jonathan, then Angela, then Mona, and they each have their own um like power trick that they do as you're fighting them. Uh yeah. and then we go into an arena and fight all three with all three powers. The Brotron. The Brotron. Yeah, they just climb up on top of each other. They don't have any legs, they're just arms. And uh they uh yeah, climb up on top of each other and they call themselves Brotron. <laughs> and uh yeah, this 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 fight was, was a fun boss battle for me. Yeah. Uh, cause like there's a lot of things happening all the time. And if you, I mean, the jetpack is definitely necessary in this. I mean, I think that's why you got it right before this boss fight because yep. holy shit, it, it's just, uh, they're just, uh, throwing all kinds of acid at you and the floor is lava pretty much the entire time. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a fun oh, boss battle though. It's, you uh, do three waves with them. You have to kill each uh, each bro. And then you finally kill the last one. And then you have to get a... What's it called? Your, uh, your like, proof of, of death from each one. Yep. Before uh, Gargantuous finally comes on the TV that was in there. And he says he's going to torture our family. Which we'll, uh, we'll, we'll come back to later once we meet him. <laughs> well, he didn't exactly... To be fair... Okay... I don't think he exactly said our family. He's just said two people you really care about. Is that and what then, he said? <laughs> yeah. What uh, Kenny deducted from that, he's like, oh, he must have your parents. And oh, then so, like, okay. I guess to be fair, he didn't exactly say you had he had your parents. He just said <laughs> <laughs> two people you care deeply about. Yes. But yeah, we'll get to that later. Jokes that comes back later. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We we go back home and we solve yet another argument between Lizzie and Jean. Lizzie brought her boyfriend uh, Tweeg, Tweeg in home to meet us, and he uh, she wants him to move in. So they're arguing about that. <laughs> it's like what is happening while we're out there, you know? <laughs> Fucking Tweeg. Yeah, Tweeg. He, I honestly yeah. thought he he was Daniel Tosh. It sounded just like him. <laughs> we uh, after we solve this argument. We can go find our uh, next boss battle again, which looks like for both of us was Dr. Giblets next. Yep. Or Giblets. Yeah. Giblets. Yeah, this, this is the one where we have to do some investigating uh, to find his location because he uh, he lives off the grid. I, at this point, took a two hour break to watch the movie Demon Wind in the <laughs> Warp Drive movie theater. <laughs> oh, my God. It actually wasn't terrible. It's was pretty cheesy kind of funny so as we were talking about before there's the the warp crystals that you find and you can buy warp discs with them and they're like uh like just little vignettes that you get to experience and one was just a literal movie theater and it's got the guys from red letter media doing like a mystery science 3000 they're just talking over the movie the whole time but it's a whole movie it's a whole <laughs> and then movie. i uh I I also did uh, QD Town after this, and uh, oh. crushed the entire little city. Did you yeah. do this one? <laughs> I didn't do it, but I, I seen a video on it. That one that one's pretty funny. Welcome you, to QD Town. Uh, <laughs> find this little just little city, and that you spawn in, and you try to like look around the city, and you start crushing things, and uh, 
you have to crush everything. And the little guy that's flying around is very sad and wants to kill himself. <laughs> He's just freaking out the whole time, like <laughs> stomping his city to the ground. Uh, yeah, good stuff. It's a good one. Yeah, for, for Dr. Giblets, we have to interrogate some citizens to uh, find out his whereabouts. Oh, yeah, this is the first instance of the detective thing. So Pseudo yeah. puts on his detective hat and uh, you got to go around and <laughs> ask where. But I mean, it's because Gene doesn't know where he is. So you got to ask around to find out. Yep. Um, you interrogate people and you get scored on how much info you get. Uh, so most of the scores you get are pretty bad because you end up not getting any info at all. <laughs> but some of the citizens are actually pretty hostile. I think somebody told me to fuck off. Yeah, you could start Just yelling at like, where is he questions. hiding? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, one of them, I think his name is Bloro or something. He, he yeah, tells the you. The shop tell, owner? Yeah, the shop owner. Yep. He tells you to go check out the place called High on Life. Yep, this is where we get those uh, warp drives from that, that we can buy. Those extra yeah. ones. Yeah, I knew that. I just never actually came back to him to buy those warp drives. But yeah, it's it's one of those things that's like uh, you could do it if you want to, but you, I mean, it's just extra. Yeah, just uh, more more jokes. Yeah. So um, he tells you to go find a place called High on Life, and uh, when you go down to the slums towards Cruise down there, they join the G three since you last seen them. So they're hostile now. Um, I think uh, since I didn't kill her, she said that, you know, the, we're, I'm in good with the Torgs, you know. So, like, oh. since I saved her and spared her, not murdered her, uh, <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, we're all right. You know, I'll tell my guys to stop killing you or stop, stop trying to kill you or whatever. I'm like, okay, it's that's cool. Good decisions coming back to help you. Yeah, but it ended up not mattering anyways because, uh, yeah, the Torgs crew joined the G3. So, <laughs> and then, oh, um, yeah, and then you, I mean, you get through it and then you find a space Applebee's. It looks just like an Applebee's. <laughs> it's just space Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, on your way that to the, the high end life yeah. store, we will definitely be coming back to space Applebee's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, I really like yeah, this high end life store. Uh, you yeah. like outside it, find these mag boots. It's just another ability to help traverse the terrain a little bit more. She's like, "Yeah, he died. You can have his boots." Yeah, I I don't know how he died though. How did he die? Uh, I can't remember if he just like fell off the magnet thing. Oh or something. no, he got trampled because. <laughs> It was like some Black Friday shit for people trying oh. to get into High End Life. <laughs> yeah, the, the new High End Life opening. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, this is where they're selling so, the new bong that can smoke humans. Yeah. Yeah, so he got trampled to death, so you get to take his boots. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> I, yeah. I like this store. It's very, um, it's very realistic. Yeah, that too. Like you're you're talking to these people and they're legit like customer service people and trying to help you and they keep trying to sell you on this new bong that can smoke humans as they're talking to a human. 
Yeah, and you just uh, you're like questioning everyone in there about where Doctor Giblets is, and they're just giving you the runaround. Yeah. So after asking around a little bit, you find these two investigators that are standing at the front door, and then uh, what they like, how they were talking, seemed really threatening. <laughs> uh, so I honestly thought they were like in with the G three, and I thought they were like. Yeah, I think it's meant to appear that way. Yeah, they were like uh, trying to appear that they were trying to tell me to stop investigating or whatever. (laughs) Well, they just sounded really threatening. Um, I wish I had some uh, quotes on what they said, but yeah, it was weird. So, yeah, so you have the mad boots, you get your new traversal tool. And um, yeah, when you get back home, those same two investigators are there. And it turns out they're with Mr. Klugs and have information where Dr. Giblets is. And uh, yeah. so easy like, peasy. Yeah, they ended up apologizing, saying that they always come off as intimidating. I'm like, oh, OK, <laughs> that makes sense because I really felt intimidated. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they invite you to meet with uh, Mr. Klugs. Yes. Yeah. Once we meet with uh, Mr. Klug, he uh, I think he's really sleek about like passing us the information. Cause I think he's trying not to like look like he's helping us or something. Yeah. Either way. He, uh, he gives us Dr. Giblet's location and, uh, <laughs> we, we go back to Zephyr to, to, um, to, to go to the doctor's base. And once we do some more investigation, investigation in his, uh, base itself, we like lead ourselves to his, uh, like main office door. This is this is probably the hardest boss in the game. Just forewarning. <laughs> yeah, it it's definitely the hardest boss, and like you could tell that like, he was like as you were going in, you like he went insane. Uh, he he's just like he has like words scratched all yeah. over the walls and shit. Like he was onto something, and then uh, yeah, what you finally find, Mister Giblets. So yeah, we were doing some investigating to get up to uh, to Doctor Giblets' lab, and then we uh, we we see all this evidence that uh, that he's going absolutely insane, and we uh, make our way up to his office using our investigation skills with uh, Detective O. <laughs> and as soon as we enter into uh, Doctor Giblets' office, we appear to catch him off guard. Because he slips off the box that he was standing on and fucking dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he breaks he uh, breaks his helmet and his glass helmet, and then he just yep. suffocates to death. And so then like uh, fish thing or whatever. Boss health bar goes all the way down, and then it's uh, <laughs> you get a little achievement. This is uh, world's hardest boss fight or something. Yeah, this is funny. I like this. They, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they sorry, compensate man. for this because uh, as soon as that happens, you fall into an arena where there's a shit ton of waves of enemies, which proved to be a little difficult for me. I actually died a few times at this part. I don't know how it was for you. I mean, you were playing on story difficulty, so I assume it wasn't too bad for you. Yeah, uh, this is probably one of actually this is probably the hardest one, actually. Just because of the sheer amount of just wave combat over and over in here. Yeah. 
uh, along with having to use all of your powers constantly. Yeah, it it was really difficult. I guess before we got to this fight, we got introduces a new archetype of enemies where they have like armor and uh, you have to like break off. Well, I guess they all have armor, so to speak, but they don't have the jupe, the goop armor. They have the like actual metal armor and they come off in pieces. And uh, one thing I found out to be easy with them is using Gus with his uh, buzzsaw. If they bounce between each other, uh, it takes them out pretty quick. Okay. But even then, like, I beat this with the skin of my teeth because I was having a lot of difficulty with this. There's a lot of traversal tools, and um, the map gets kind of smaller and smaller because the poisonous gas starts flowing in and you have to like yep. start going jump up on the platforms and stuff. Yeah, it it was it was pretty difficult, but it was just waves of enemies. Yeah, yeah, and after each like um set of enemies, Dr. Giblets is like I know who killed me now. because uh, <laughs> there's there's a hologram Dr. Giblets like uh uh saying, "Hey, if you must be if you're here, you must be the one that killed me." He's like going through a list as we're killing through all the enemies and he's guessing like the other bosses. And then he, uh, he gets to the end after guessing like three people. He's like, I know, I know who killed me. It was myself. (laughs) He's like, sorry, you must be innocent. You can go. (laughs) Yeah. So all that just to come to the conclusion that he killed himself. He was the only one powerful enough to do so. And, um, (laughs) Yeah, it's it's just it's just funny. It's silly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we uh, we find let's do it here. Yeah, he's all messed up and you can't talk, and so you got to bring him back to Gene to have him get fixed. Um, let's yeah. do it. When you get back to your house, you find out that your sister is missing, uh, gone away oh, with. No. Gene is uh, all freaked out about that. So you got to found out that uh, Tweeg works at Space Applebee's. So yep. you go to Space Applebee's to you set off to go to Space Applebee's in the slums to find yeah. out his whereabouts. Bef- before we left out to uh, Space Applebee's, Kenny wants a private chat with us. So we leave all the Gatlians with Gene and we're looking yeah. for... Uh, Lizzie with just Kenny. Yep. Yep. So as we uh, as we get to Space Applebee's here, he's like, well, this might be a good place to chat. Let's just, since Tweeg's not here at work right now, let's just uh, get some food and sit down. Yeah. And uh, you actually, the waiter, you actually have some choices on what you get to get, from, like <laughs> appetizers and entrees and shit. You ended up not I was eating so it excited all. about this. I was yeah. like, oh my god, are they going to give me a fucking menu and let me pick? I was getting so excited. <laughs> I still got to pick like food I, I think I would have liked anyways. Like the margarita looked really good. Uh, actually, it's good advertising because I'm like, I really want to go to Applebee's now. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I was so sad they didn't like let me eat any of the food. It just sat there. Yeah. I think I got like spinach artichoke dip and yes, uh, stuff is so good. It is so good. Um, Yeah, and then I I think I got like I don't know I I got like boneless wings. I think 
boneless wings. Maybe I got like ribs or something. But all around, I know I picked some good food. But yeah, they just <laughs> sat there and got cold, and we didn't eat them. I was sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny uh, takes this opportunity to to open up about something that's been on his chest. Uh, he was responsible. Well, not really. I mean, he thinks he's responsible for the for the downfall of his home planet of where the Gatlians came from. Yeah. So he kind of talks to us about that. Yeah, I feel like this whole part was made a bigger deal than it was. Like, since he explained it to me, I understood what he was talking about, but I could see how he left out a lot of information when he told the other Gatlians about it. Yeah, he didn't that, tell that the whole full part story like just, he told us. Yeah, exactly. So that whole part was just kind of fucked up for me. Uh, I didn't really, I didn't really jive with it. Yeah, just manufactured drama for the for the final act there. Yeah, is this supposed to be like the climax or whatever? But yeah, it was it was kind of just yeah, like you said, it was manufactured. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I didn't really care too much about uh, what happened. I didn't either. I was focused on that food. I was like, I don't give a fuck <laughs> right. what you're talking about, Kenny. I'm like, looking at this awesome that. food. You're probably you're probably playing while you're hungry too, and probably made it worse. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> So we, we see Tweeg, or we get up and make sure you pay your bill. You actually can uh, leave without paying your bill. <laughs> you gotta, gotta make sure you pay for it. Be a good person. Yeah. You see Tweeg and uh, and Lizzie, our sister, arguing outside. And they, uh, they like get in a ship and fly off. Yeah, it's like a space RV. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they and, got like, kidnapped uh, by the G3 at first. Maybe that's what's supposed to seem like. No, they just, they were arguing and then they just hopped in an RV and left. That's even how I perceived it. Uh, I don't know. I didn't see any objection going on. Okay. Um, I I think I was looking away for a little bit. (laughs) They just like, I looked up and they were like flying away. I'm like, oh shit. (laughs) No, um, no, they just hopped in and left. Uh, Because, uh, because Lizzie was like pulling at him saying she wants to run away with him or whatever. Yep, and so they just ran away and left together, uh, start their new life. And Gene uh, gives us a call saying that the G three are invading our house, <laughs> so we have to run back to our house and uh, have to warp out of there because all the G three are shooting us up. Yeah, so we, uh, uh, due to Kenny's thinking, we get warped back to uh, to Gallius. Which is the uh, home planet of the the Gallians, the guns. Yep. Uh, Gene gives us a teleporter to go to the space RV, and I personally seen Twig and Lizzie break up. I don't know if that was different for you. No, yeah, they did the same for me. I did see a video though that if you did uh, side with Gene throughout their arguments or whatever, she actually mm-hmm. kills Twig. Oh, and geez. go there and like she's dead and she's like covered in blood and stuff. She's like, all right, yeah, I'm I'm kind of over all this. Let's go home. <laughs> it's like, oh my the- god, yeah, the dark ending. Yeah. So there's that. But yeah, they were basically just arguing and stuff like that. They uh, there was a there was a joke that Tweak made uh that kind of stuck with me he's like yeah of course we love each other if we hate each other you'd be playing like 
a fucking Rockstar game, you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that was funny. But yeah, they, they argue, they broke up, and then uh, Lizzie comes back with you back to your house. Indeed, where Kenny then confesses his sins. Yeah, he wants to confess to the other guns saying that he was responsible and then they all get pissed off at him. Understandably, uh, but, given how he explained it. Yeah, given how he explained it, yeah. But it was uh, one of those things where he just didn't... I think his guilt maybe just prevented him from just, you know, kind of... What am I thinking of? Diverting any of the blame other from himself. So he's just going to take all the blame. But... yeah. It, I guess it makes sense in that aspect, but yep. But we uh, have bounties to kill, so the Gatlians have to get over it for now, because we have to go kill Nipulon. Yep, which is honestly my favorite boss fight of the game. He's very fun. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. So in order to get to Neplu, Neb, Nebulon, Nebulon. To <laughs> go back Nebulon. to Old Town. And we gotta go get gooped up again. Yep. And uh but the guy's goop monster is sick, so you have to go get a flower to get him better. <laughs> but the only way to get to it is through the mac and cheese brothers. We have to build a bridge <laughs> for you. And yes. uh, the only way they will do it is if you get their dad to say that they love or that he <laughs> loves them. Uh I yeah, love this part. So, yeah, I um, I went over and talked to him, and he basically told me to fuck off. So I went <laughs> back and told him that, yeah, your dad loves you. And then they built a bridge of rainbow happiness, of rainbow love. Yeah, I uh, so they're in a saloon, which is where the dad was, or uh, not them. That's where where the dad is. So I, I went to the saloon. Uh, he told me to fuck off and started swearing at me. I was like, okay, this isn't working. Uh, so I, I shot the dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone in the bar proceeded to attack me. So I, I killed every single last person in that saloon. Even the bartender who was cowering behind the, the bar. Oh my God. I am a psychopath of it. You killed everybody, huh? Everybody God in that damn. room. That's crazy. <laughs> and then I just went nuts. back <laughs> to the Mac and Cheese brothers and I lied to them and said their dad loves them. Yeah, your dad loves you. You got the same outcome anyways. <laughs> Jesus. Yep. You can so just you, go through uh, this game being a complete psychopath and he'll just get away with it. It's great. Uh, so yeah, they built this rainbow bridge of love. Uh, they were just so overwhelmed with love from their dad. They, uh, <laughs> it, like the rainbow came out of their bodies. Yeah. Which, neat. So we we got the flower, and we could head back to the goop guy to uh, to get some goop. Get gooped up. Get all and gooped then, uh, up. Once you get gooped up, you uh, go. You're able to get into the the building where Nipulon is. We have to like fight your way up through the whole building to get to his office. That that part was pretty fun. There's a lot of traversal stuff going on. And, just some enemies here and there. So this is all right. Um, yeah, but I mean, well, actually, okay, hold on. Rewind. 
once you get there, there's a bunch of aliens smoking humans. Uh, they look like yes. uh, but they look like area. gargantuans. Gar was his name gargantuan. Gargantulon. Gargantuous. It's gargantulon. Uh, whatever. Whatever his name is, big guy, a uh, bunch of him, his species, they're all smoking humans. And yeah. uh, you have these weird fucking titty nipple things that uh, you put a human in. Yeah. And they like suck fucking... the soul out of them to, to smoke them. It's just gross. And uh, yeah. So you have this uh, waiter guy leading you through it, and then he puts you in this room with another uh, guy that's smoking a human, and he's talking about smoking babies or whatever yeah he's like they're the best um, and uh yeah he's just insulting humans and did you um how long did it take for you to shoot him probably not that I... long right you've been killing everybody <laughs> i was actually trying to to hold off i i was hoping that i'd be able to not kill him and there'd be like a secret thing but your screen yeah. just gets increasingly just more and more red and like shaky and uh i just stayed at that for a while so i was like okay i think i have to kill him uh, yeah. It wouldn't let me turn away to like walk away from the guy. Oh, okay. I tried though. Oh, you just tried to do the opposite of whatever you're supposed to do in this game. It seems <laughs> yeah. like. So we have to kill him, I guess. Yeah, right. You have to kill him. So I was like, I, I kind of, I, I like the screen started turning red and shit. And I started getting pissed off because he's talking about smoking kids. And then uh, I just shot him, killed him. And then it turned then. uh, one thing I did notice is that all the other aliens that were out there before the big guys were just gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was hoping I'd get to like go through and pop them all. Yeah. I thought I was hoping so too, but no, they, they were gone. Out. And then the, that's why there's so much of that uh, sticky stuff in the hallway. I think that's their, uh, their trail. Oh, so they just all dipped out as soon as you killed that <laughs> one guy. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, a bunch of G3 come out, and then that's when you start climbing up the tower to get to uh, Nipulon's office. Yeah, fun climb. Uh, and then we run into our favorite person for a third time. Helen. Yeah. Where have you been? Killing all her bosses. Like, when does she just... She needs to find another profession. <laughs> it's like secretary work for cartels is not really working yeah. for her. <laughs> it's just not like, her thing. <laughs> It's not no, stable work, Kevin. It's just not stable work, no. We're just going to kill your boss again. Yeah, so she's a little pissed at us for killing her last two bosses, but she's like, okay, wait in the lobby until Nipulon's ready. I don't know if there's a way to be impatient and like burst into his office or anything. I just sat on the couch and waited. Yeah, me too. I, I just waited. It was a, it was a nice little wait. I yeah. was just, uh, scrolling on my phone for a little bit, and then... Then he was yep. ready, and then I went in. <laughs> it's just yeah, no, like, yeah, it was no like in this game, uh, realism there. Yeah, no, in this game, I'm sure there was a way to like enter his office early or something. Yeah, maybe catch him a couple minute the, wait. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Nipulon is the uh, the the cliche drug trip boss that we fight, but it uh, yeah. it was actually pretty fun. I enjoyed it. It was really fun. Um, so like introspective thing. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what it is. Introspective. You go through this whole introspective thing. It was like, you know, you get to, I think the, the guns get to like each other or whatever through this. 
Yeah, they're all the talking about kids. their trauma. They still don't like yeah. Kenny after, but like we we learn all their stories more. Yeah, they're finding new things out about each other, and a lot of things pop up from your past. There is yep. there's this part where you're going through it, and like um, it's like an endless uh, yeah perspective thing. I don't I, yeah. I don't know what there's a name for it. it. I don't. It's really know weird because like called, you. Though. You you see something like you think's off in the distance, you get close, like it's super big. And the stuff you were just at was like small. No matter where you go in the room, even though it looks like it's only a few steps away from you, it like looks big when you get to it. And the stuff behind you just looks puny, like on the ground. This yeah. is very weird. Yeah, there is a name for that type of optical illusion. For the life of me, I can't really think of what it is, but like I, I've seen it before somewhere. But yeah, it, it's it's really cool. Um, there's a bit of that, and then um, after all that, you go through like four different scenarios of that. Yeah, um, Gatlian's makeup a bit. Yeah, trying to retrieve them all and stuff. Yep. Yeah, and then uh, you're like doing waves of uh, shooting Nipulon, like you're back in the real world a little bit before you get sent into another drug trip. Yeah, yeah, and then the or, next uh, sorry, trip. not not to the real world. You're like falling in that like Squidward bottomless pit, and you like shoot him in there. Oh yeah, that, that weird trippy pit. Is like those, um, you have to find which one is the real him. You have to shoot yep. that one. Yeah, that one, that one was a bit tough because you couldn't avoid any of his shots. And I actually died quite a bit trying to figure out which one was him before I actually got it. Because there's no way to dodge. It's like, come on now. <laughs> they kind of called out the meta, at least for me, though. I think it was Kenny that made one of the comments. Uh, I noticed that one of them had a slightly different shade or something. So you could tell which one was the original. And uh, Kenny made a comment. And he was like, I wonder if like one of them is a different color. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly that. Uh, he's like orange or something. Yeah. Hey, yep. You got to shoot that one. And I only figured this out after my third time dying. So um, at this point, I was pretty frustrated and I was like ready to be done with that part. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it was, it was pretty annoying. The fact that I couldn't <laughs> dodge any of the shots. He's constantly shooting at me and I couldn't kill him. In be time quick on that trigger. Yeah. Yeah, after I got it down, after I got the meta down, um, a lot slower than you did. But uh, after I got it, I got him down pretty quick. So, yeah. And uh, after we kill uh, Nipulon here, we're back to the real world. Actually, before that, um, do you remember where he's, <laughs> he gave you that achievement for being in the strip oh. club for 24 hours? <laughs> And I he's like, this. all your friends are going to make fun of you. <laughs> I, I actually, it was funny because uh, you played the game before I did. I uh, was looking in your achievements list and, uh, or uh, in like the recent achievements thing. And I seen that popped up. It's like, uh, <laughs> spent 15 hours in a real alien strip club. And so I texted you about it before I even played the game. I was like, hey, you want to explain this one? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, man, I, I didn't say anything about it. I'm like, hey, man, alien strip clubs are fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, again, uh, now, though, uh, Nipula made a lot of really good comments of like uh, 
referencing back to like Metal Gear and stuff to other games where they like uh, found ways to trick you. He's like, oh, if you actually had like a controller port, I would tell you you have to switch it to be able to kill me or um, or I would pretend like I'm resetting your console. Yeah, I can't really do that. Like other tricks yep. that other games have done and good references. Yeah, he, it, that was his last resort was giving you that achievement after trying <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah, so we uh, we get let's do it. Or we, we go back to our, our home after killing uh, Nipulon here. And let's do it is now fully functional. Well, sort of. He he shoots. He's uh, <laughs> he's maybe not functional in the that. brain. Yeah, all he can say just, is his his own name. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do let's it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. So we uh we we have to say our goodbyes now to uh to Gene and and Lizzie, and it's sad. Not really. Take down Gargantulon. The final boss, and uh, yeah, we pick up. Let's do it. Make our goodbyes, and we head out. Uh, yeah, back we, on. We warp the whole house back to Earth. Yeah, um, yeah, and we get to kill a fuck ton of guys with Let's Do yeah. It. Let's Do It is great. He just destroys everything, and uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's great because. Every time he's ready, he's just like, let's do it. And then you just pull let's him out, it. just destroy everything on the map, and then just continue on. Yeah. This was vaporizes everything. Yeah. Which made the whole level pretty simple. I mean, it was a short level, but yeah, having him like that was uh pretty nice. Yeah, and we um we we go through this one tunnel, like to get to uh the, the final boss arena here. And I, I kind of wish they did more of this maybe through the game to, to get out of this tunnel. You have to use each and every weapon, like their, oh, their yeah. special power. Like uh, Kenny's is shooting glob shot that like knocks down barriers and stuff. And you have to use every single weapon's power to be able to get out of this room. So it's pretty, it was pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. It was a neat little, uh, little uh, last usage of all the, all, all the weapons. Power. Yeah, and we get to uh, Garmantuous. Garmantuous. Pretty sure we <laughs> gave him a different name every every time we mentioned him. Um, but it's we actually Gargantulon. Yeah, the dude. Are you sure? It's Gargantulon. I wrote his name like three different ways in my notes here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have Gargantuous, Garmantuous, and yeah. It's... Gargantumon. Digimon. Either way, we, we we get to G, the the original yeah. G. He's a uh, a big a big goober. What would you even call him? Like a big gloop pile. Like yeah, kind of like Job of the Hut. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, he was not that bad of a battle. I don't think since we had let's do it. I kind of no. just kept pushing left, and all of his shots would miss. And so I just kept shooting with Let's Do It until he was done. That's exactly what I did, too. I mean, <laughs> it was arguably the easiest boss battle in the game. Yeah, yeah, You, it wasn't even close to hitting me. And it seemed like any time the bullets did contact me, it didn't, like, hurt me. Yeah, they didn't hurt that much. But that was also probably because of your difficulty, too. But, yeah, I mean, well, I guess they didn't hurt that much, but you mean... 
few shots in your day. Yep. But yeah, he yeah. Uh, his first uh, his first health bar here is just not bad at all. And then he's he's lying on the ground, and we have to stick the uh, the bomb that Gene gave us to kill G <laughs> up uh, up his asshole, straight up yeah. his asshole. Uh, we have to stick our hand all the way up in there. Yeah. So uh, there's a bomb that we were supposed to put in there. We did it the first time, and then um, the second time it didn't go off, so it has to be set manually. And uh, you have to – Kenny volunteers to go in there and put it in and uh, detonate the bomb. You're uh, forgetting the best part So there's though. like a little – I know, well, I know, but after, there's after... a – Sorry, go ahead. There's a little uh, – thing that each of the weapons say most of them are like uh you know uh kenny already volunteered to do it have him go in there it's like no not me they're all like have this all self-preservation and then you switch to let's do it and he's like let's do it so like naturally you have to put let's do it in there because he was (laughs) the most he was uh he volunteered to do it pretty much so pretty much I stuck let's do it in there uh, to detonate it and bomb goes off and blows him up. Yeah. Um, after that, that the, the first health bar though, when the, the bomb fails to blow up, G kicks us back and locks us in like this bubble. And that's oh, when yeah, he, uh, that, he okay, brings that's up what two favorite about. people. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh Jack Black and Susan Sarandon. <laughs> yeah. And then uh yeah, he thought they were <laughs> Or he, they didn't even know why they were there, yeah. and uh, he thought that they were quickest our cameo ever. Yeah, he's like, and, um, yeah. Once we admit that these aren't our parents, and we actually don't even know these people, he's like, but everyone I asked about these two people said they were great. <laughs> he's like, okay, then he he liquefies them, and then that's how we got into the phase two of the boss battle. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I missed. I forgot about that part. <laughs> No, you're good. I, That's uh, so good. I also stuck Liz do it up. Squeezy and Gus both complained when I switched to them. Uh, Creature was super excited at first. And he was like, oh, wait, no, you don't mean to stick me up there, do you? <laughs> yeah, and then, of course, Liz do it was... panicking. He's like, no, 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 not me. <laughs> Liz do it was excited to go in there, so... Yeah, I mean, he obviously volunteered. He's like, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> And then Kenny's we like, did it. no, no, don't put let's do it in there. That's cruel. And he's like, let's do it. I'm like, all right, I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm putting him in there. Yep. And he so blows let's... up and then, yeah. Yeah, he, he didn't actually down. die. He's just charged. He didn't actually die. Yeah, and then you pick him up and he's like, we did it. We did it. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of the end of the game. That's the end of the game. I was doing that's some... high on life. <laughs> I was doing some wrap up after this and uh, like exploring Easter eggs, achievements and stuff like that. I went to, to Clug's office and uh, it was all like dark and stuff and all the lights were off. So I, I grabbed like a key card off his desk or something. Uh, that key card lets you in to a special office in the human haven. And you go through that office and it turns out Dr. Clug or uh, just Clug. I was working for Dr. Gurgula the whole time. 
he's uh he's kind of like referenced throughout the game as like the one who discovered uh uh was it how to do warp drives or something like that yeah and dr gurgula's like sequel baiting a bit and he kills clug and warps away <laughs> he was uh oh. gurgula was uh taking humans from the human haven that clug put there and uh he was experimenting on them oh okay yeah well, that's cool how was yeah. this, how was it uh sequel baiting do you remember what he said i think he literally said the words like kenny said that sequel bait or something like that <laughs> oh okay no nice. uh, he's like like uh i'm not gonna fight you now but maybe you'll like come find me or something because it's not over uh, oh, i'm still gonna yeah. like do my research and kill humans i recommend watching the vi- like a video on it or something or going to find it it's yeah, interesting just a little little sequel bait giving them a, a way to uh do some more if they would like yeah, if it if it ever comes to that, um, you know, their their CEO is on trial right now, so who knows? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, overall, We're not gonna get I, I like the game. <laughs> yeah, overall, I I like the game. It was, uh, you know, like I said before, it was a really long uh, comedy show, and uh, it was lots of laughs. And uh, yeah. Indeed, definitely. I spent countless hours just in front of like the little TVs throughout the game, just watching all these little TV shows and little comics. Though you can never trust Royland with any countdowns, of course, as I I learned both from the waiting an hour for uh, Douglas, and then uh, there's one show that comes on sometimes called the the Countdown Show. <laughs> I do recommend watching it. If you get the chance, it's like 20 minutes long. Okay. And it's just oh. like, hey, I'm going to count down from 100 or something. I can't remember what he starts off at. And yeah, I think it's at 100. And he's like, once I get to zero, you get a prize. <laughs> and it's just a voice actor fucking around for like 20 minutes. I don't think it's Royland, but it's, uh, it's one of their crew there. And he keeps like stuttering over numbers and like, uh, he's like, wait, what was I on? And he'll like go back a couple. And he just keeps fucking with you throughout the whole countdown. And it takes so long. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Those little tidbits throughout the game are definitely little gems to look out for as you're playing it. You definitely recommend going through all the warp drives. There's a couple of meh ones there. There was one that's um, the trolley dilemma. Where it's like there's five people on one track, we're oh. gonna move it just to kill the other one. Yeah, it's literally just that. There's five people on one and the one person on the other, and you have like two minutes before the trolley gets there. It's just slowly coming, and then you can switch the track and you get to hear <laughs> the person swearing the hell out of you for uh, <laughs> switching it onto their lane before they get smushed That's and they funny. die. <laughs> <laughs> it's very dark but it's also like it's interesting i've never seen like a philosophical problem like actually portrayed in a game like that or uh you know or um made into a comic yeah yeah it's good yeah i don't think there was any other big ones that i can recall of the uh what do you call the, the fucking 
war thing trash. things. Yeah, those. <laughs> yeah. There was another uh, little Easter egg, small character thing. You can find Stan. He's the brother of the goop guy. And <laughs> he sells gallons and gallons of alien cum. <laughs> I swear these guys are just like... Does He has another one, right? There's a third yeah, one? Yeah, there's a third brother. I can't remember what he sells, but they all sell a certain liquid. Yeah, they're all just like creepy salesmen, and they, they just sell weird shit. <laughs> I don't know how they got into that business, but yeah. Pretty interesting little uh, tidbits. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of interesting stuff around this game. Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the warp drives, uh, it was part of the story quest that I found, uh, was the the one where you just warp in a highway of, like, really bad traffic, and everybody has a New York accent. They're yelling at each other, like, hey, fuck you! (laughs) I'm trying to get somewhere! We have places to be! (laughs) You come back later, and they create, like, a tribe. Yeah, they (laughs) create... They, uh, they they worship the highway god or some shit it's uh yeah oh pretty good yeah the other the other two i forgot there's a skate park which is it was okay you just got to like ride around on rails and stuff and try and get a high score there's one that was gross it's just a it's a giant toilet and you do another one of those pipe games and there's a guy at the bottom of the toilet that just wanted to eat all the shit (laughs) (laughs) so he's he's really happy once you get the the toilet pipes working because the guy at the top gets the shit and uh, the one on the bottom gets uh, brown liquid all over. Oh, gross. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that's uh, that's high on life for you. It's uh, it's an interesting game. If you, uh, if you like comedies, if you like single-player stories, uh, definitely if you like Rick and Morty and that type of humor, uh, this is up your lane. It's good. And it's also just a fun shooter. Yeah, you'll have a good time. Even if you if you played Doom before, you'll be familiar with it. If you haven't, you'll still get the hang of it. You know, I, I feel like if you're just a fan of first-person shooters, you enjoy it anyways. Yeah. So yeah, very good game. Got? Very easy. It's in Game Pass. Yeah, I got some stuff for, for the fans. Uh, we would like to hear your comments. If you would like to reach out to us at hazardousopinionspod at gmail.com. Or at Hazardous Opinions Pod on Instagram. Uh, DM us, follow us, shoot us an email. Uh, let us know your thoughts. What do you think of uh, High on Life? What do you think of the court system? <laughs> uh, what do you think of our podcast? Uh, give us a rating, shoot us some stars, however many you would like, and then shoot us a message. Tell us why you feel that way. <laughs> and tell us how we Whether can be good uh, or bad. improve. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Give us give us your honest critiques. We'd appreciate it. Of course. But yeah, I uh, think that's uh, the main thing. I uh, I haven't been playing much else lately. I've been pretty busy at work. Have you uh, been doing much other gaming? Uh, yeah, I recently finished uh, the Resident Evil 2 remake. That is a really good game. I'd highly recommend it for anybody who's a horror fan. It'll definitely uh, stress you out just enough to uh, get the 
blood pump in, but also just a really good Resident Evil game. Before this, I played Resident Evil 7 and, uh, you know, felt right at home. Um, I, I haven't played any of, like, the original ones, but I'm just now, like, starting to get into the story and stuff, and it seems pretty intriguing. But, yeah, it's really good game. Yeah, I uh, look forward to, to next month, uh, February's game, where we're going to be playing Call of Cthulhu, the uh, 2017 edition by uh, Frogwares, not the uh, Dark Corners of the Earth. Yeah. Looking forward to that one. Speaking of horror games, there's there's another one. <laughs> Stay Indeed. tuned for that. That's all I got. That's me too. Hope you guys have a good week. See ya. You deserve all the good things you want, and you supported a local business. <laughs> That's just fantastic. It helps the economy out here. And Zappa Paradise, you're helping this shop that's set up somewhere out in the middle of nowhere.